0: Everybody, and welcome to another episode. Actually, this is the first episode of the relaunched Renegade Arcade. This is brand new, brand new year. So we figured we'd start off swinging here. Um, This is Kiona, your host, and with me I have Brock. Good morning, Night City! (laughs) And Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Heyo! So guys, we are here to talk about our favorite games of 2020 and look ahead to 2021, and also cover a little bit of news stories because we do have some. CES was this week, so there were a lot of laptop announcements, uh, gaming laptops, gaming desktops, especially laptops. It seemed like yes, like uh, Asus Republic of the Gamers, they they did a lot of laptop announcements. Uh, Razer has the Razer Blade, the Pro 17, and the Razer Blade 15, which look pretty darn cool man mm-hmm. like i could go for a razor laptop even though they're ridiculously expensive they're worth it, though <laughs> yeah they are they are Razer man, stuff gonna, is always worth it yeah it's gonna be like a 3080 with like tons of ram and all that oh yeah so yeah mm-hmm. pretty awesome man i'm also i'm very interested in that republic of gamers stuff i think they look pretty cool yeah. i like their presentation too it was it was actually pretty slick it looked like something out of cyberpunk 2077 actually <laughs> didn't break um, as
1: much too yeah, <laughs>
0: um, we have Lucasfilm Games instead of Lucas Arts. I, I hate it. <laughs> I, I don't like the name. They should have just gone with Lucas Arts, but you know, I guess they're trying to differentiate between themselves and the old, you know, the old stuff. But I guess bring back uh, the old logo. Yeah, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I know the old logo was awesome, and a but, remaster of the old Battlefront games.
0: Couple of cool announcements, though. It looks like EA might be losing the Star Wars license soon. Because I think I think, I think they did. I think so. Yeah. I so we got. So. See, this is good news with like an asterisk by it for me, because it's Ubisoft who's going to make this game. It's apparently going to be an open world Star Wars game, and it's made by Massive Entertainment. Massive is uh, the team that is behind the Division and Division Two, so they're yeah. pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. if nothing else, we'll get like an we'll get like an awesome intro video at like E three or something about it. Yeah. I'm not
1: the biggest Division fan, but it's not a bad franchise. It's not bad.
0: No, but what my hopes
2: are, and I was talking about this with my buddy Chris, one, if I get some batshit crazy, like Bad Company, Far Cry Star Wars game. That'd be awesome. Or, somehow, because Ubisoft hates themselves, they make an Assassin-style Creed game in space before they ever make one in
1: Japan. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny what they said about Japan being overdone was not true in 2013. It is now though. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. There wasn't a ghost of Toshima in 2013. That's right. But if they
2: go down like the Assassin's Creed, like where they actually have like some... Do the same amount of care of while you make kind of like a a Dark Souls-ish S game, which was in Fallen Order, and just do like an actual stealth-based kind of thing, that'd be kind of fun, my opinion.
1: Yeah. When you say Battlefield, though, it reminded me of a conversation I had with a friend a couple days ago where it's like, wouldn't it be awesome if there was like a, a Vietnam style Star Wars game where it's just like you're fighting on a jungle and this thing's coming out and shooting at you and you're like, you don't know where it is. And I'm like,
0: yes, that would be fun. Do you guys want it to be Jedi or Force based or do you want it to be more like 1313? 1313. Was 1313. Yeah, me too. Like 1313. Cause I feel like they got that covered with Fallen Order. You know, it's like, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: One thing I'd like to see and it'll never happen. It'll never ever happen. I've always said I would want to see a snuff film that takes place during Order sixty six. <laughs> oh, what
1: would that even look like? Um, it's
2: like? I I don't know. But can you imagine a game where you are the clones and the entire game is tasked with you hunting down the
0: Jedi? It'd be like Republic Commando, but you're evil. Exactly. Oh, that, well, they were going to make imagine a that. To-
1: they were gonna make a sequel, but it was gonna be called Imperial Commander. Yeah.
0: It might have been. What are like, we gonna be? All I would of have your boss, that, All your boss fights are Jedi's. <laughs> make that sequel. Make it. I hope Massive Entertainment is listening. Is that, to does this. that mean I the first the first Jedi
1: you're gonna kill? Does that yeah. mean the first person you shoot was like, look, go kill that young one over there"? Those are our default enemies.
0: <laughs> but Master Anakin, we I love... can't find any other Jedi.
1: I love so much
2: that they had to call them younglings because they couldn't outright say that Darth Vader murdered
1: children. <laughs> but it's so clearly it's like, but he it's killed children. the case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> call it what you want. Yeah, but it's uh, okay because, you know, he wanted to take his mask off, which you did Oh, man, that's, which, that reminds me of the Red Letter, right. me,
1: the, the Red Letter the Media review where it's like, you still want to make the argument this is for family? As it cuts to a picture of a family as Anakin screaming in the background. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i'm hoping that it's something different and a little bit off the beaten path for star wars or maybe you can choose if you want to be a force user or if you want to be just a, a, a regular like han solo type or is something.
1: there an m-rated star wars game or is t the only high it's gone
0: i think it's just t i don't think there's ever been an m-rated star wars game right a force <laughs> un- the force unleashed that was a that was a t that was a t that was a t right
2: the yeah. closest you probably would have got would have been 13 13 yeah
1: probably probably
2: Yeah, thirteen, thirteen, definitely. Amy Henning doesn't know what she's talking about, so why would we?
0: (laughs) (laughs) People don't like single player games. (laughs) Of course, of course. Is this is? Wait, is okay? So they're saying it's brand new, story driven, open world Star Wars. So they're not saying that it's going to be like a like a multiplayer thing. No. Which I'm fine with.
1: I'm fine with. Although it's a Ubisoft game,
0: there's going to be watchtowers to climb and lots of collectibles. (laughs) Witchy. I just okay let me tell you because we're talking about our top uh, our top games of 2020 we're not necessarily doing a top 10 but um I played like three Ubisoft games in the past few days and I'm sick of it oh except, I'm... except I love Immortals yeah Immortals is yeah. good we're, we're I made a bad about...
1: mistake when I was younger when I played like I think Assassin's Creed 4 and then Assassin's Creed Syndicate like right after each other don't do oh, that yeah. It's like one one's one's a great game, one's an all-right game, but Mm. you blur over so much that you'll just
2: we'll we'll get right back to Immortals. But the sad part is this Ubisoft is a thousand percent aware because anyone who has ever played Far Cry five, the very first thing that you do is go on an island, go correct (laughs) a radio tower, and then the guy who's below you, I remember, I believe his name was Dutch, goes, Well. It's a good thing we only got one of these operational. Gotta be annoying if you had to do that to like 50 of those and then it cuts. And then in the next game, it's an Assassin's (laughs) Creed game where you have to do it like 40 times. (laughs) Anyway, immortals.
0: (laughs) I'm one of the few people that likes Assassin's Creed Odyssey a little bit more than
1: Valhalla.
0: Okay, okay. maybe we'll
1: get into this more when we talk about Valhalla, but I'm like, I like Odyssey. There's a lot to like. I just think it's too big.
0: I think is too big. Too I big. thought Valhalla
1: was smaller than, than Odyssey. It didn't feel as big. Mm, yeah. Okay. yeah. But we're going to we'll get to that point. We'll get
0: to that point. Anyway, Valhalla, I would still put like in my lower rung of, of games that I liked in, in 2020. Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion, though, that was the third Ubisoft game that I played. And after playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and after playing, uh, you know, just playing Immortals and stuff, Watch Dogs is, I don't
3: know. I don't know about that
1: but anyway I, I knew i i knew that game was gonna run into problems when their main tagline was you can play yeah. anybody
3: anyone like,
1: so that means it's gonna be no anchored protagonist or plot mm-hmm. then okay this is gonna be a problem isn't it that's yep, a yes it was
2: that, that's a thing that ubisoft has become really big with and they kind of realized it pissed off people in the far cry community me included because in five you had all these customization options you couldn't see your character, and every time you just called, Hey Deputy, how's it going? Don't do that. No give your character a name, you're gonna be customizable, make you see it. Six, you're gonna have third person camera views and cutscenes, and you'll have a name. Mm-hmm. They can learn, they just don't do it in every series. They have a voice though name at a time. Do you, you have a voice or voice. you okay, will have good. a voice Grr. apparently?
3: Apparently. Apparently. And <laughs> well, in these... but then, but then, then again. Oh.
1: By this logic, I already know the female voice is gonna be better than the male voice because every time Definitely. there's every a game. choice, it's every, every time. Game. Yeah, every game. Like, yeah. like I'll tell you how I play Odyssey. I'm like, I'm gonna pick Alexandra. Oh nope, nope. I'm playing Cassandra. I listened to that guy's voice for five minutes and went, I can't take this seriously.
0: Even in Immortals, I play as a female version of uh, of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> don't yeah. know why every time.
2: Their voices and their costumes, and nine times out of ten, how they're handled in the game is better, no that's matter
1: better. what game. Although, mm-hmm. if you came out with Odyssey, that originally Cassandra was gonna be the protagonist anyway, that's why it works better because it was written for her in mind. And then, the Ubisoft guy went, mm. We need to yeah. have a male choice.
2: Same thing with Syndicate, Evie was better, but that's besides,
1: yes, best. she was. Evie was a lot of fun, yeah. Jacob Eevee was just was some cool. random asshole. Evie's the one joking about going, I'm gonna look for ghosts with like Charles Dickens, and I'm gonna have some fun. Like, why would you want to play as the other character?
0: Yeah, Evie's definitely the best of the two. um Okay, so item number two is uh, we have another Lucasfilm Games thing, another uh, Lucas Arts thing. I'm going to just say, LucasArts say Lucas Arts because that makes Arts. me feel better.
3: <laughs> yes. Um,
0: so they are teaming up with Bethesda and Machine Games to make a new Indiana Jones game, and we don't know too much about this one. No, just but, like a uh, little teaser where it's like, yeah, play the Indiana Jones theme. Yeah. Um, so,
2: which that's one where I've played maybe one Nanny Jones game, and I've heard from people that have played others, they've never really had that hot of a track record.
0: Not no. really. Not
1: really. I think uh, I played Fate of Atlantis back in the day. Well, yeah, I don't remember yeah. being the worst, but that's nostalgia talking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's been out of the spotlight in terms of games for a long, long time because Tomb Raider came and stole it. And I think yeah. the, really last, the last one was probably like the Manny Lego
1: Indiana Jones game. games are probably the last time it's shown it showed up in any game. Yeah, oh, yeah, like twenty twelve, it's like twenty eleven,
2: yeah. You had Tomb Raider and Uncharted, so there really wasn't a point. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, But now there is. I'm actually very excited for this because okay, Bethesda—that's the scary part. But the good part is Machine mm-hmm. Games because they're actually a really good developer.
0: Mm-hmm. Mostly I like
1: Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wolf, I'll, I, I, I don't know okay. about New Blood. You I probably didn't play can't Blood, tell. Yet, so. You can't tell, but I have a BJ Blazkowicz figure right behind me. I it love does. the new games so nice. much. You Not know. the co-op one. That didn't happen. Question. Yeah.
2: New do you lizard. honestly do you honestly think that they're going to get ford to voice no
0: no absolutely not do it. if
2: they did it's gonna they'll be get a like
1: sound the beginning alike. of it's, yeah. it's gonna, it's, if they did it's gonna be like the beginning of the indiana jones chronicles where it's like an old man yelling at a kid going, <laughs> I, can't <get> all the- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know who they'll get nolan north Oh, it, yes. You wonder what you'll do. A good job, or Troy Baker? I, yeah, or Tro- Troy Baker will come <laughs> in and just, just, just be like, it. "Nope." <laughs> just do no they'll,
2: they'll get Troy to be the de- to be Sean Connery, and they'll get Nolan North to be. <laughs> 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 just gonna mess with them. Why fans. do I think Nolan North would do a better Sean Connery, though? You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can see it working. I really can. Yeah, you could.
0: So, yeah, but I mean, that's that's pretty exciting, I will say, because Indiana Jones, you know, it's one of those it's one of the great franchises. And I think that, yeah, that machine and, and games, machine will games do something
1: interesting. I don't know if the same writers or not, but the thing that made the Wolfenstein games good, the reboot is that they somehow managed to make something that's so goofy, but takes it so seriously, but it never feels like it's not working. Like the first Wolfenstein New Order game, like you're fighting space Nazis on the moon but then you're also really attached to the characters when they die. It's sad. These doesn't sound like they work, but it does. So Indiana Jones fighting, like, space ghost monsters, whatever, and making it an emotional story, they can do it.
0: If nothing else, it's in their wheelhouse, because it's all about killing Nazis. Exactly. That I was just about to say. And in Indiana like Jones this... is at his best when he's facing Nazis. Exactly. exactly. And, and this, add a little supernatural like... element to it, you're fine. This feels like got the it. perfect era just to kill Nazis, to make me feel add like Add, like, a whip-swinging, like, whip-swinging physics, you got it. You're You're in. Oh, they That's have all it you nailed. Need. They have
1: yep. it nailed. Yep. If they have Nolan North to say the, the classic line, you know, I hate Nazis. I'm, like, I'm going to have some. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Nolan North would be very for that. And also the fact that you would have Nathan Drake being an Indiana Jones. I know. That would just be hilarious. I <laughs> I,
1: there would have to be an in joke where it's like, fighting on a train. I think I've done this before. <laughs>
2: No, all of his old stories are just him telling people about stuff Nathan Drake did.
1: <laughs> or no, he's just gonna talk about. I think I have some horrible bastard son running around, and maybe a daughter. I don't know. Oh God,
0: please don't have Shia LaBeouf in this. Please don't.
1: No, no, I'm saying, like that Nathan Drake would be actually his kid.
0: Oh yeah, oh, I see. <laughs> that would. I be see. Funny. I see.
3: <laughs>
0: God, I hope oh, they man. don't. I hope they don't take like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as canon. No, they this, won't. Man. They won't. Come Boys on no the only, good, the only
1: good aspect would to be excused to bring back kate blanchett because she's awesome
0: that's true, true
1: that's it that is yeah, it yeah.
0: we do love kate blanchett here um especially got kate blanchett especially especially <laughs> when she's the goddess of death <sighs> all right so um the the third kind of i guess you could call it a news item because it does tie into what we're going to talk about eventually um is we had the CD Projekt Red co-founder apologize for the state of Cyberpunk 2077. On video, on camera. Kiona, you watched this, did you Tyler? I did, of
2: course I did. Did anyone else feel like just about five feet to the other side of the frame, the Polish government had a gun to his head?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely because probably <laughs> cd project red is such a big deal in poland if i recall correctly i believe the polish ambassador gave barack obama a copy of witcher 2 once
2: well they also did gave they? them a they did. I, don't they, I don't know about but they did give them a metric ass load of money to help them with cyberpunk
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, like this
1: is this yeah. is this is beyond a game this is like this is a cultural it's export from poland
0: kind yeah. of subsidized in a way yeah that's interesting well it's got to be so. one of the biggest things they have there. cd
2: project Red's pretty big and yeah 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 yeah. True, true. yeah
0: well you know i mean taking it for what it's worth and and at face value i will say that you know i mean i i have a complicated relationship with the game because i do understand people's complaints about it because i had the same complaints especially in the yep. early going yep. but um you know, we'll talk about this more as, as the show progresses, but I, I came around to really actually liking the game. Like there's a there's a good game in there. There really is. But you have to look past a lot of bugs. Even I on, play on Xbox, I have no mercy. Oh dude, I yeah, no, I don't blame you at all. I I tried it on Xbox One because I bought both versions of it because I was so excited. I was like, I'm gonna double buy. And so like I I did that and um on Xbox One it ran like shit like 10 frames per second, if I'm lucky. Was it that much worse on Xbox? It's it like, like 10, I per, mean, even 10, on 10 frames per 1x, second. Even on Xbox One X, the frame rate was worse than on PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. And, and it crashed more frequently than on PlayStation 4 Pro. So I feel like I was, was playing stock.
1: I, that. I feel like I was playing an unmodded version of, of New Vegas or like Stalker
0: yeah. for the amount of crashes. Yeah. Holy yep. crap. And even on my PS4 Pro, like if, you know, if I played the game for more than a couple hours, it would crash. Mm-hmm like clockwork i mean like i got to a certain save point and uh, right after loading in from a save too it would just fail to load and just crash yeah. so that is like especially if you like fast traveled or something for me that's what happened like i didn't
1: time. get far enough yeah. but i also was told that it had the uh, i'm just gonna call this the skyrim problem where your data gets so big that the game no longer loads i didn't get that far i but didn't get I that
0: yeah i, 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 I got some
1: clarification
2: it it. i got some clarification on that that was supposedly was PC. a pc only issue and it got patched yeah. in the very first hotfix they put out yeah and someone tried saying that that was to um uh and i don't believe this someone said that that was a way to kind of circumvent the dupe bug <laughs> i don't, hmm. I, don't I don't buy that for a hot, for a second that. at all i had a different retrospective than most people because i played it on ps5 i will not mm-hmm. say there wasn't crashes because there was yeah I tell this analogy to everyone who wants to play the game. If you want to play the game, wait. Because how I describe it to people that are hearing about the game is trash, even if there wasn't bugs, it would still be bad. To me, no. that game, if you're going to buy it right now, it is a good game. And if you're going to wait on something that has whatever, I look at it like this. Would you much rather buy a rusted out, Two tires flat Buick Century, or you have a Lamborghini dropped in your driveway, but you have to wait two months from now for someone to for free put the engine in it. I'm taking the Lamborghini.
1: Mm, yeah, I... <laughs> that's what
2: I try to tell most people. If you want to wait, wait, it'll be there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the problem is if you played on this generation consoles or technically last gen now, I'm not sure this is all going to get fully patched. I'm I'm not sure this is ever going to happen on like, Xbox.
0: No, I I don't know about that. I don't know that it'll ever like get up running, get up and running like it like will PC? on like a high I'm sure PC. I'm sure it will at some something.
1: point, but I'm like Xbox One. I have my doubts.
0: The
2: only thing that makes me think that it might get to a decent I, I have no doubts at all that it's going to run like clockwork on the on the I have to say it current gen consoles, I guess technically mm-hmm. because it, if that's what it was, whatever. The only thing I think that might make it so that they make it so it at least doesn't crash on PS4 and it's playable, but there's still some stuff is the fact that they have to have their patch notes and stuff literally certified. Mm-hmm. by the polish government and all of them to make sure it's quality the mm-hmm. fact that they have an actual overseeing power is the little bit of thing that makes me go they're gonna have someone on their asses to make sure this is quality fixes that are being done that's the only thing that makes me think that they're probably gonna do everything that they humanly
0: can
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah that, know, their, but, their reputation is, yeah. In a, is in a downward spiral
0: yeah mm-hmm. you go not from to Witcher mention to not, not to mention mike pondsmith's reputation Mm -hmm. by extension and I feel really bad for that guy because I think cyberpunk what he came up with is actually ingenious like especially for its time and even like now I think that you know and he's a he's an african-american creator and as far as I know I mean he might be Canadian or something but I I think that um yeah you know it's like what he created was really really cool and it still is and The fact that this game is so, like, it's so closely tied to the property that he created, I don't know. I just, I, I hope that people understand that it's not like his fault. Yeah. Because it's- yeah, I mean, he just, he, you know, it's, it's something to create something like the developers too. Like, it's, it's not their fault either, because I'm sure that they didn't want their work going out there and getting like torn apart by critics and. And, you know, and then you see, like, all the bugs and the glitches and the crashes and everything, and you're a developer working on that, and you're like, that's my work, man. You
3: I, know, know? I, yeah. I
1: don't know who to blame for this, because it's not the programmers, it's not the it's writers, not it's it's whoever forced them to say, put it out now after, like, three delays, which well, that, I imagine this game would have been like if it had gone out on the first original yeah. release
2: date. Well, that was one thing yeah. that the... I can't remember the guy's name in the video. He did... He did word it in the most careful way he could humanly possibly... But yeah. he, I will appreciate that he did Openly say Do not be mad at the programmers Upper mm-hmm. management is the one who Forced them to put it out
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't be mad at the person who yes. wasted like 40 hours Of like their life per yeah. week Putting out yeah. books Yeah
0: exactly who were you know who were crunched To the bone and everything and who They never mentioned Someone put out a statistic about that video They never mentioned
2: crunch no. or overtime In that whole video Of course not
3: mm. <laughs>
1: It's that uh, when a game is great and gets crunched no one talks about it when a game fails and gets crunched no one talks about it
2: remember when they said they were working 100 hour weeks for Red Dead Redemption
1: 2 and that just went under the rug in like... A oh week? no that, that did not go under the rug they said it and nobody cared exactly
3: mm-hmm.
1: that also happened with GTA 5 Red Dead 1 uh, I believe uh, Max Payne 3 and Alien Noir so this is just a rockstar thing and no one seemed to ever care Mass Effect Andromeda yep. Yeah, ah, that one too. It's
2: Like people yeah. only care when their pretty little product isn't good. They, they care about the developers. Drives me nuts. It's hypocritical, and I hate it. I know. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. Sad. These people, they they are good people. They care and they try, and they get nothing. Well, they got to
0: just get. Eyes. They just
2: That's... get. They just get death threats if the game that they work their ass off on doesn't turn out. Yeah. Good.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like you know, it's not their fault, guys. Oh, no. 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 <clears throat> anyway. Well, yeah, so that's the Cyberpunk news item. But we will get to more of that, more in-depth uh, discussion of that. So, um, so guys, let's move on now, and let's start talking about our favorite games of 2020. Um, Tyler, you want to go first and kind of give us a, a little list of, of what you loved or what you sure, enjoyed? Sure,
1: Like, I, I, I played a lot of games this year. I couldn't fully break it down to a top 10. So I'm going to go on games I liked in this first one. Okay. Give me a controversial pick. I know. I know someone's going to comment. Oh, you son of a bitch. How oh, dare you like that game? I know, but I'm just going to say it. I liked this year's Call of Duty game. Kill me.
0: You know what? Ah. I did too. Yeah. I, I did too. Play a
1: little bit of it. It was good. Yeah. I I actually, even going to go even further, I liked it more than Modern Warfare 2019. There you
0: go. You know, I, I do kind of agree in a way because, yeah, Modern Warfare. 2019 was was good it was good
1: but ambitious
0: it was ambitious and i like certain things about it more than other things but Mm -hmm. it, it felt very much like a typical call of duty Yes, especially I I didn't mind them going all sci fi in the in the future ones either. So, you know, I'm not a Call of Duty purist
1: that that worked with me back in like Black Ops 2, but then they took it a little too far with like Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare and Advanced Warfare. I didn't care for the advanced movement. I didn't like
0: Advanced Warfare at all.
2: Question but, for the person well, who I'll didn't look. play it and has basically fallen out of Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> was the 2019 Modern Warfare like a redo yes. of the
1: original? Kind of. Oh, yes, it's like they well, reca- They, 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 they kind of sort of softly do the first the Call of Duty 4 storyline, but with the same similar cast, but with little... like different voice actors. And they also mix okay. parts of Modern Warfare 2 and also a and lot it's... of modern day stuff that didn't quite work for me. It's, it's kind of a bit of a blend.
0: It's a little different too because the very ending sort of teases like a certain member of the crew coming on board. Oh, that game's a year old. Just say it. Just say it. Well, it's like, I the, mean,
1: like it's like, like because the main game is like you're Captain Price is one of the main characters and he's yeah, like Captain Price and, and then at the end like, there's this new guy who joined in. Like, you don't, you don't get your character. It gives you, you got a character name. I forget his character name. But at the end, he goes, I'm going to call you not by your real name anymore. Your name is Gaz now. It's like, oh, I caught that reference. And then it's like, I'm putting together a big old team. Uh, this guy, I'm going to call him Ghost this guy i'm gonna call him Soap. we're gonna be a general shepherd told me we're gonna call
0: it tf141 it's like
1: this is just full basically
0: it's basically like when uh it's it's basically x-men origins wolverine when like oh my god striker comes in there and goes we're putting together a special team that's funny special (laughs) privileges that's funny (laughs) it's
1: exactly like that i I love
0: the gall of that to where people are acting like
2: that's an avengers style moment in the middle of a modern warfare (laughs) game
1: Yeah. exactly and they're, and they're like who's our next target
0: this guy his name's Makarov <laughs> <laughs> it's like credits yeah and that was the thing with this with uh, this current Black Ops is that they recast all the roles
1: although this one's weird because it's actually it's not a reboot it's a sequel to it's Black not. Ops 1 yeah. a prequel to Black Ops 2 yep. so now yeah, but, it, but, it, but it, uh, the characters are all mostly voice changed
3: yeah
1: it's very strange and the weird thing is, with Modern Warfare, they had an excuse because Billy Murray, the guy who plays Captain Price, is like 70, and I think he's retired. Did you say Billy Murray? Yes, his name is Billy Murray. I'm not <laughs> making that up. No relation. Wow. <laughs> Seriously, I remember That's when awesome. I was a kid, and I, and I, I saw Bill the credits Modern Junior. Warfare, and I see the exactly. word Billy Murray pop up, I'm like, Bill Murray? No, not, not Billy. <laughs> But he's 70. He's retired. I oh, get wow. it. The new guy's oh. fine. It's a, it's a different take on the character of Captain Price. So it's fine. But then this one, where it's like, no, John C. Burns, the guy who plays Frank Woods, he, he's still doing voice work. He actually yeah. What,
0: what, what did Woods say in this game that was like weird? I'll get to that out? in a moment. That's like the most
1: famous moment in the game now. There was like
0: something, yeah. But
1: the guy was not asked to return for some reason, which is weird because he's not really a famous person, and they replaced yeah. him with a guy doing the impersonation of his character. So it's like, oh, no, it didn't, didn't sound didn't sound I great. I get, I get why me. they didn't break back Sam Worthington because he's probably doing something important. Too so expensive. Not. I don't... and uh, uh yeah. And, and also...
2: Days Gone too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh hudson came back and he's voiced by a fourth actor for the fourth time in four games it's like mm-hmm. a running gag Jeez. it was ed harris and then it was michael keaton and then it was a nobody guy and now it's a better sounding nobody guy
0: i wish it was michael keaton again but that's just me
1: actually ed harris is my favorite take but it's this current guy
2: i like that. that is a heck of a switch to go from ed harris to michael keaton
1: i know yeah. <laughs> that was that annoyed a lot of people in Black Ops Two. where it's like who the heck is this guy he doesn't even remotely sound like ed harris he just sounds like Michael Keaton playing Michael Keaton. Uh, but but it's a sequel to Black Ops 1, but it's a prequel Michael to Black Keaton, Ops so. 2. Yep, same and here. And they introduce a new cast of characters and some old ones. Only like two of them actually apparently Mason and Woods are just... still in it.
0: They're still yep. in it for, you know, whatever reason and Mason yep. is still seeing the numbers oh my okay still that's the only the thing i remember no, about no, black no, ops no, ever no.
1: there's one mission where they mentioned the numbers they don't double down on well, this he still ridiculously. Sees it, though i mean that's one yeah, but
0: they bring it's... it up and i'm just like why are you bringing well to be fair setup? the
1: mission the mission is a mission that goes back to a black ops one mission so it's like
0: yeah it's fine i don't know it bugs me though a little bit because i was like okay so you guys are bringing up the numbers again and it's just like <sighs> uh I thought he was gonna freak out. I honestly did. Like, I thought that was a tease to where he was gonna freak but, out and start like betraying Woods or <laughs> again. Oh god, something. no! That would that would have been like repetitive. But well, you know, I mean, it's, it's Call of Duty.
1: I was gonna say, oh no, Call of Duty be repetitive. being repetitive. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but like, okay, it's it's actually a pretty good campaign. I'd say it's the best it's one since bad. Black Ops Two, because uh, they brought back choices. I'm surprised it took them this long to do that in the last eight years. Do that. There's actually dialogue options. There's kind of uh, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. side mission choices. You can talk to the people and learn about them. There's uh, a yeah, mission, yeah. a mission that a mission that's just straight up hitman, like literally yeah. you're killing guys and dragging them into like uh, lockers. Hitman. Oh yes,
0: yes, yes. That was cool. Nice. I like. That there's, there's a mission a that
1: rips off the Stanley Parable of all things. <laughs>
0: That's something okay
1: uh and there's a there's a twist here that's a combination yes. of uh, uh there's like okay should i mention a spoiler because there's a twist at the end of I it, but like, you, you, can. you can there's can a twist spoilers, yeah. that's an end that's a, it's a twist that's a mixture of kultur and bioshock
0: i was glad that they did do something twisty towards like the end, the end because Ryan. i was like
1: you know in a, in a kind of because like okay you start off as like uh, mason you kill some uh, iranian terrorist dude and it's like oh uh-huh, i work for this russian bad guy who's loosely based on a real life person that may have not been real it's kind of an interesting little twist thing but and then they're like we recruited this super team of a british lady and a, a, a jewish guy <laughs> from israel frank woods mason this new asshole icia guy who looks like exactly like robert redford and this new character who we're just gonna call bill who you can customize oh. with your own name identity skin tone There's no voice though but yeah of course but but then everyone's uh, like we don't but everyone's like we don't like you and they're very unfriendly and they say a lot of weird stuff and then the second to the last mission it turns out you're not even a real person my my character
3: of, name you, you,
0: my character name for for bell was for whom the bell tolls
3: uh, that's funny
1: but the the twist is you were a bad guy that got shot and then was brainwashed to be a good guy, and yep. that everything you've been thinking, all these dreams of Vietnam, are a lie, and that's mm-hmm. why the Stanley Parable thing is like Behave that is, is
2: a, th- that is the plot of Silent Hill: Homecoming. Yes, it is.
1: Yep. Also, that too. That but, is terrible. But there's a but there's a mission where where, where it kind okay,
0: of worked for this game. It I kind of watched. works. But there's a, mission, of there's a mission. Okay. There's a mission straight up where
1: is a mission where you're being like uh, you got wounded and like your your mm-hmm. boss man CIA buddy's like you gotta remember where the Russian was in Vietnam and it's like you yeah. took a path on the left and then you took a path on the right and you can tell him to piss off and do your own thing and fight zombies and all that weird shit yeah it's whenever, great, whenever great he great did mission. that
0: like he, was like he was like you took the path on the right I went left
1: yeah and you can commit <laughs> yeah. suicide and he'll go like sure you committed suicide whatever reset <laughs> it, it's a great mission although oh, there is- was
0: one thing where he was like I was walking down the hallways and he's like he's like why the hell are you doing this bell you're just wasting my time and it's like i didn't know what to do because i was just walking down the same hallway i was going in circles and he's like he's like turn around bell and then you turn around you see the door oh oh so that Ow. mission turns into pt at one point because you're in a corridor going in a
1: circle yes and it's like it speeds up it slows down it turns into alice in wonderland at one point you get a freaking like oh Jacob's there was like ladder, a like monster that follows you at one point there was it's a freaking weird
0: ass thing that that totally made me jump at one point where like you walk past a door or something and somebody like jumps out at you or something yeah that was a cool little bit
1: that mission's great but like i said the twist is you're not real you're actually a bad guy and then you're giving a final choice where it's like well tell me where the bad guy is it's like I can tell you where the bad guy is, or I can lie to you and not tell you where in the bad guy lie. is. Yeah. And the good guy ending is the usual. We beat the bad ba- bad guys. We're all cool. And then the CIA guy looks like, you know, Robert Russell, uh, Robert, it, Robert Redford just pulls a gun and shoots you because he's a fucking dick. Yeah. Because, you know, was, this is a CIA a asshole. Dick, yeah. yeah. That guy sucks. He's actually, I really like that character because of how much of a smarmy asshole he is. But, but then you... the bad ending is amazing where it's like, you tell them we're going to go to like Pripyat in Ukraine and then you just show up with like thirty Russians, and you just murder everybody, including Woods and Mason.
3: Whoa, and the game just goes, "Yep, what?
1: you killed them." And then you detonate nukes, and then you blow up Europe, and then Ronald Reagan gets like freaking screwed over. He's like, "Oh my God, democracy will end." And then the endings is like, "We Russians defeated America because of you." And they and they, they they congratulate you. They don't shoot you. They're actually best friends with you again.
0: So wait, the a bad minute. ending's
1: amazing.
0: Okay, I didn't play the bad ending, so bad ending's great. That's new to me. Where he literally
1: goes like, "There, there, comrade. It's okay. You got brainwashed by the CIA and tried to murder me a couple times. No hard feelings." So, what's the canon ending? (laughs) The canon ending is, of course, the good ending. We stop him and probably die because you know you can't have the two Uh... main Black Ops
0: characters die. I don't know. I liked Black Ops 2 wow. and they weren't in that. And I liked Black Ops 3 and they weren't no, in that they, either.
1: No, no, no. They were in Black Ops
0: 2, Woods and Mason. I mean, of, they were uh, in Black Ops 2, but not in the future parts. Uh, They were in Black you can, Ops 4. You can move beyond Woods 4, and Mason, in my Black Ops 4's
1: storyline is so funny because apparently it involves people being brought back to life in the future in the year 3000. <laughs> Black Ops 4, wait, Black Ops 4 didn't have That's a That's the one that though. didn't have a campaign, but then also kind of did, where it's like, here's our multiplayer characters you can play as. There's also a storyline about saving some girl's daughter in the year 3000 where you bring back Frank Woods where he's now alive after dying. What okay. that game is terrible, no one talks about it. Let's not, okay, let's continue that trend and not talk about it. Uh, uh. <laughs> Your face is amazing because that game I, is just,
2: I, I, I,
1: I, I, <laughs> vlog.
0: man, te- of all the Black Ops games, just play, just, just play like two, <sighs> just,
1: yeah, just play, actually, just play. One well, one play two. World at War. Play World at War because that actually is kind of a prequel to Black Ops, and that game is my favorite of the series. Yes, play yeah, play one. Sure. One's pretty great. Two is pretty good. This one I actually really like. I, I'm making it sound so much worse than it is. There's actually uh, the game's actually mostly stealth focused there's actually several missions where you don't actually shoot that many people. It's much more like Tinker Taylor soldier spy. Have You ever seen that? Movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, like... it's like where it's like, I'm sneaking through Berlin. I got like a little camera or I'm checking some target. I'm going to pull out this cigarette, like radio and listening to their conversations. There he is. I'm going to go find him and, you know, beat the crap out of him and learn information. Oh, mm-hmm. he's in that building. It's, it's a great mission.
0: And it looks, <laughs> gen- it looks good. Like the game looks good. Like that mission in particular looks really good. I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that mission's great.
1: Uh, also, they did a Vietnam flashback mission. You know, that's not real, but it's fun. It's, it's... And they did not have to use a CCR song. They instead used "Magic Carpet Ride" by Steppenwolf. That's less overused.
0: Yeah.
3: There you go.
0: <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. I um, I, I, I really like
1: the campaign the multiplayer. Eh, it's it's as usual. It's a little bit faster than Modern Warfare, which I'm fine with because camping was so bad in Modern Warfare too. Yeah. Uh, and zombies,
0: zombies is back. It's fun. I love zombies. I love the zombies I, mode. It's really fun.
1: Oh my god! Like I'm, um,
3: <laughs>
1: I, I could turn this into so I could turn this into an entire like five hour episode about the lore of Call of Duty Zombies because I know oh, all yeah. of it. <laughs> I don't know why I do. I know more about the lore than my own mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's cool. I mean, it's not my favorite iteration,
0: but it's better no, it's than not. Black Ops Four. It is better than Black Ops Four. I'll give it that. Yeah, I think so... Black Ops Three is really good for zombies.
1: Yeah, that one was. i not People didn't like it at first, but I think people have come around to once it once you get more. used to
0: it. It's it's pretty good, yeah. And I yeah. liked Infinite Warfare Zombies just because it had that 80s level that was that was a lot because of fun. And Knight Rubin. Rider can come and and like help you. And like, and, and Pee Wee like Herman, Pee
1: Wee Herman's Night Rider
0: literally, Michael Knight literally comes in there and he helps you. David Hasselhoff comes in there and he helps you. Isn't and Cassandra he will Peterson pick you in up that if you die.
1: I'm pretty sure it wasn't
0: was, Elvira was in there, wasn't she? Elvira's in it too. Yeah. And yeah, Kevin Smith like,
1: is in it too, of <laughs> all people. It was, it was, it was, it's like 80s, the level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And which, right. okay. Like... I'm going
1: to say, I'm, I'm going to say this right now too, because everyone's talking about the new Wonder Woman movie being set in the 80s. Sure. Cold War set in 1981. They do not double down on the 80s. There's not like a moment where it's like, we're going to watch them 80s TV people We're listening to 80s music. Like, they don't yeah. do that.
0: No, not really.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: I'm okay with it. I think Wonder Woman '84, though, it could have leaned into the '80s a little bit more.
1: Yeah, this one, fine. I I see Stranger Things all the time. It's okay. I don't need to see it have the '80s crammed down my throat. I don't need to have a shootout and like a. <laughs> insert 80s red french fries here
0: do have a shootout in an arcade in the game
3: so
1: okay that's okay i gotta mention this one for brock he's gonna love this this is one of the goofier missions and i love it there's a scene where you're sneaking into a russian base that's training Spence and soldiers and you're like oh boy there's gonna be like 30 dudes on the end of this door so woods kicks open the door and it's an arcade game the arcade machine that's playing like it's a fake arcade that's playing Mm -hmm. pat benatar music (laughs) <laughs> next to a, like a, a burger town like their burger king for the series and it's it's, it's a made-up america town for like russian yeah. training and so of course you get in a shootout so you're killing Gosh. russians while listening to hit me with your best shot oh
2: of course
1: <laughs> and there's actual like arcade games by activision where it's like hey you want to play bomber command you want to play uh, and Woods boxing insults
0: you if you do too badly
1: yes he does he will
0: say like you suck i could do better than that that's funny
1: yeah. Oh, and and what was okay, the line? Mention... What was
0: the line, Tyler? Has he seen Yeah, I was gonna line?
1: say it. The mission we were talking about with the numbers, where you go back to yes. Yamantau from Black Ops One. You know yeah. the mission with the crossbow in the at Blackbird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a there's a line early on where you're sniping dudes, and and like Mason's like Frank, I don't think you can do that, and he goes like, shut your mouth, Mason. I'm a goddamn onion, you know that. <laughs> 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 this line has been meme to hell and back because i no one knows what is he trying to say is it like i have layers this is a shrek reference it's a shrek i have reference,
0: maybe, no
2: idea call he's calling himself an ogre i don't know what that means. <laughs>
1: I, uh, or i think someone said it's like how the onion the website got its name from because the onion used to mean like you're an expert you're an onion really i think really? it's yeah that's what i heard but i'm like i never heard that growing up i haven't either never so it's that like was... everyone's like What line? And the original voice actor, someone paid him on cameo to do that line. He's like, This line fucking sucks. Who would ever say this? Here's the line, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would, if I were him, I just wouldn't have, I I would be like, I'm not going to debase myself. No, thank you.
2: No. That's like Robert Atkin Downs in Metal Gear Solid 5. They played us
0: like a goddamn
3: fiddle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure someone's actually paid him to say that by now. Uh, I, I, I'm more I partial the to city, like what heart like, from a, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm more partial to it's like, like what serious lust? Who <laughs>
0: <laughs> video games have had some great lines, man. Yes,
1: baby. yeah. Metal Gear Solid 5 sounds like something you would hear from like the, uh, the era of like Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it does. <laughs>
0: If I really want to laugh, I just I go on YouTube and I just search for like the ten worst lines in video. Oh, there's
1: so many of them. I wish I could fill your dark soul with light. Oh, mortal.
2: Oh, devil may cry. One. (laughs) No, the best part is I wish I could fill your dark soul with light. I, I, and it echoes. (laughs) That goes. That's the best
1: part. Although I'm partial to the uh, Alone in the Dark remake, where you do the bad ending. It's like I'm the light bringer. I'm the fucking universe. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man, the mega man line too what was that one where he's like he's he's like mega man you must go stop dr Waiwi. <laughs> why we why we
2: no one of my favorite video game lines and you'll appreciate this Kyoto <laughs> welcome to die x-men
1: <laughs> oh yes, x-men welcome
2: to die, die. <laughs> <laughs> japanese translations for the win <laughs> Or what was the other really bad one? It's from some <laughs> random cover-up shooter, and it says, "I feel
1: asleep." I think
0: that's oh, actually what? from Metal
1: Gear Solid, the uh, the uh, the NES version. It could be. It's The worst.
0: Oh, oh all the Shenmue videos too are great as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you know sailors?
1: How we not mentioned Resident Evil yet? You were oh, almost yeah, a Jill sandwich. <laughs>
3: Wow, what you, a master mansion.
1: of
2: you the master of unlocking <laughs>
1: master of unlocking. Video oh. games have certainly evolved, or maybe uh, uh, not.
2: Man. Sometime for the worse, sometimes for the better. Uh, yep.
1: Yep. Also, that's probably a good thing they didn't they didn't, in Black Ops Cold War. They didn't brack back any of the old fa- famous Woods quote. He does not yell, you can't kill me, or they don't play the Black Ops theme where it's like a ripoff on like Cashmere. Uh, like, that's not in the game. That's probably a good idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cold Brock. War. Cold War. Actually, a great game, even though we're making fun of it a lot because it's very easy. Give it a play. It's, that's far better than Modern Warfare. They didn't, take, they didn't take off the Russian government this time.
0: Mm-hmm. And play zombie mode with me. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'll,
1: yeah I'll, I'll play it. I'll play with you. Although, I have noticed the community calls the last thing to say about all this there's a giant asshole, like Big Daddy zombie, that fights you in the, in the map. And I've noticed the zombie community just universally calls him the Big Chungus. The
0: Chungus, yes. I mean, is is the his Among Nice. Yep.
1: Yeah, the, ch- the, the, the Chungus must chungus shoot the fungus me. while he's among us. Yes, I've heard that phrase many times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like old War, and he splits into two. Yes, yeah, he bifurcates, as the doctor says. <laughs> All right, Brock, let's go to you, man. What, what is one of your favorite games of 2020? uh We we talked about Jill
2: Sandwiches. <laughs> favorite one was the three, whereas Resident Evil remake. I absolutely love that game. Awesome! It, it was the one of the my most favorite games I played this entire time. One of my. Biggest, absolute hugest um, video game crushes of all time is Jill Valentine, and mm-hmm. my God, is she gorgeous <laughs> in this game! It's just, and she is the most cockiest, aware that she's a badass bitch ever in this game, and I love it. All right, <laughs> when she the the second time you fight Nemesis, when he fully gets into like his like beast form mode and she's just shooting with a rocket launcher and he jumps at her and she's just berating him like he's a little dog as he gets down <laughs> and i'll never get over the last time in that i'll get over the fine points but the very last line she has is she sticks humans in resident evil games make no sense all from freaking chris redfield's boulder punching to jill holding like 19 foot long rail gun (laughs) when she's fighting the nemesis in its final form yes he itches it up to him and she just goes (laughs) for the last time take the fucking hint and blows him into a million pieces
3: (laughs) it's just like
2: (laughs) yes queen yes
0: I know I felt a particular moment of triumph in that game that
2: that's how I want every I I am perfectly fine with the first person as they have them now I kind of wanted to end with eight because I think they nailed perfectly how every Resident Evil game should be item wise story wise like mechanics wise everything in the two and three remakes they're Mm -hmm. perfect absolutely perfect keep it as it is they're great the item with the like the little uh pouches that you get going through i had no complaints yeah. i will tell you that is one of the games that i almost put a hole through my tv platinum I mean capcom really? nemesis's final form on the nightmare difficulty in that game is legitimately <laughs> fucking busted <laughs> <laughs> Because you have to perfect form dodge that slam attack he does five times in a row. Yeah, no. Uh,
0: And if he hits
2: you once, you're dead. And, oh, and you know how in like lower difficulties, like you have to send those battery pack things in to get back to the gun to shoot it again. And lower ones, you can get like two at a time. You're lucky if you get one each time. Because he (laughs) wakes up halfway through you pushing the thing in. Uh, it's ridiculous that but
0: sucks,
2: man yeah no that like the head splitting mechanics everything <laughs> like jill was great carlos wasn't some swabby haired douchebag anymore he was like actually <laughs> a cool person yeah,
1: yeah because because we because we all looked like carlos when this game came out
0: <laughs> Car- <laughs> Car- carlos is great and yeah uh okay but i great. but here's here's a here's a complaint about the game that i think is is pretty valid which is hospital level what did you think of that
2: um i wish that it could have been done a little different i love the fact that they had hunters but mm-hmm. it felt like something that was kind of thrown in i would have preferred yeah. if they would have gotten the clock tower and like did their own version of grave digger versus going there but yeah, yeah. hospital was kind of it was kind of an excuse, in my opinion, to show that Carlos is really good at killing hunters with his defense mechanism because you could
0: just punch them. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was... I was it, just like, man, let me just control Jill already. Let's yeah. just move the story forward a little bit. But anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. The hospital was kind of the if part. The problem with every Resident Evil game, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure everyone will agree, I, I am a pretty big Resident Evil fanboy. I've not played all the games, but the ones I've played, I've played a lot, and i basically looked up everything for all the other ones because I'm god-awful at them, and I will admit it. The, <laughs> like, the fixed camera angle ones. Fixed I'm, camera I'm, angles, yeah. F- I'm terrible at terrible. them. terrible. Absolutely I, terrible. I hate that. And, uh, I need camera controls. And uh, the problem almost every Resident Evil game has, and this one had a little bit, is they spend 80% of their time writing the game focusing on how cool the first level you're going to be in is. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's kind of like, what if we had a sewer? And then every Resident Evil game, it never fails.
0: It kind of reminds me of every single Destiny DLC that comes out. Like whenever they do a Destiny DLC, the first level is always really cool and has a lot of stuff happening. And then after that, it's like, go and grind for this item and go and grind for this and go and grind for that. And just, you know, like that first level, why couldn't you just keep it like at the quality level of that first, that first few moments in the dlc
2: exactly and this do. is no and this is a shinji makami problem i'm going to label it as because evil within has them as well in every other game he works on
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: all those games go town blank lab <laughs> almost every game he's in it starts in something something close to a castle or a sewer and then a lab it's everyone it never fails like even in the middle of resident evil 8 in the middle of bum fucked louisiana they found a lab <laughs> in the middle of the woods <laughs> because there had to be a lab because it's Resident Evil
1: yeah <laughs> of course yeah i don't think there's been any game where they just skip out on the lab no there even the been. movies even the stupid movies do that
0: yeah there's always yeah. a lab
1: yeah
2: but you you're right it i could have taken the game being a little bit longer but the weird thing is that game had the exact same problems the original game had
0: exactly yeah So, like, a lot of people that are complaining about it being short or being more action-oriented or anything like that, that was the first, you know, the first Resident Evil 3 was like that, too.
2: Yeah. I can't wait for the shitstorm of that rumor that keeps gaining more and more ground that they might have their final remake before. Uh Mm Uh-oh. If that ever goes through, that is going to be the most... You think that Cyberpunk had a lot of pressure on it. You're remaking RE4,
1: What was considered the greatest game ever released on the GameCube. Mm -hmm. You
2: better watch yourselves, Capcom, if you do it. You do not need to. RE4 is fine.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. Why don't they remake Code Veronica? (laughs) Because that would make too much sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just watch. They're going to turn the main bad guy from uh, some small Napoleon into being a big guy just to
0: mess with people.
2: I wanted them to remake Code Veronica more than three. Yeah. Story-wise, it makes more sense.
0: Yeah, because Claire, Claire.
2: Claire Claire and just the way they go through the whole story like how they do it with these remakes like progression wise it makes too much sense but yeah whatever yep.
0: Capcom but I still appreciated this and, and visually it's a stunning game I think oh yeah uh
1: I I didn't say much on this I I liked it I thought the Resident Evil 2 remake was a little bit better personally it is it is In might I mean I mean I um obviously uh the stuff with Nemesis is a lot more scripted than Mr. Yes. X yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I loved about the second one so much was you just don't know what Mr. X is gonna do. And yeah. you also
0: had the limbs; you could shoot the limbs off the zombies instead of just having to do headshots all the time. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. They had the good the... thing about
1: this game is you can now play it with just a knife. You can do it. You couldn't do that with Resident Evil Two Remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You get to the I Birkins boss the fight, knife. and you would then kill yourself from the frustration. Mm-hmm.
0: You can. You can once you get the infinite knife. It's just really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> i do oh, uh i i love jill as a character so that was a lot of fun yeah um she yeah. doesn't get enough play in
2: those games after that like she got really kind of shafted in five a little bit yeah in the movies okay, maybe maybe shaft yeah. is the oh, wrong oh, use don't of even
1: shaft is probably the wrong use of phrase with the amount of tentacles in this game
2: but
3: well
2: <laughs> that that is true but bring That's jill true. back like, bring Jill and
1: Claire back more, please. There's an evil hentai. Give me them girl. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, no, no. You saw those the the, prog- the, the Plagas, like, the way they kill you. you. You know people
3: are getting off of
2: that. The black licorice monster, <laughs> yeah. The Plagas, the yeah. Where plog- it eats yeah. yeah, eat you and
1: you kind of die.
2: Also, not really- mm. that is one of the biggest things that showed up in 3, is that they made, they changed Nemesis to be a messed up Plagas virus. He wasn't that in the original thing. That's so now right. and they changed also i can't remember where they originally got the nemesis virus from to now it's in europe what took place in europe resident evil 4, evil 4. <laughs> <laughs> so they changed them to a and they said they got it from europe <laughs> just like don't a do a small it.
1: european town probably
2: yeah they fixed continuity errors like not not errors they made things make more sense it
1: could have been worse they could have said it came from africa yeah. Then yeah. we we don't want to talk about Resident Evil Five. No, I, I, <laughs>
2: hey, I am one of those people that will defend Resident Evil Five. D- could they have not had the the extremely racist um African tribe in it? Yes. <laughs> okay, I Five's I, I, I,
1: I kind of like Five because of its goofiness. Six though is where I draw the line. Well, six, somewhat. somewhat. Six is where they directly quoted. We want
2: to chase the kids that play Call of Duty games. Yeah.
1: Although yeah, six although, not although that right one now. is a game where it's like, that game I think is it, it's the equivalency of like, not The Room, but like a really trashy B-movie. I'm like, <laughs> I can have fun with this by just laughing you can, at it.
0: You like, can, but it's not a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Really. <clears throat> Which <clears> throat> one throat> of
2: the four campaigns?
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go. There's your problem. There you go. <laughs> Obviously,
1: Jake was the best campaign. But, you know,
0: Nobody. Every... Everybody's complaining about Resident Evil Three Remake being too action oriented and stuff. And oh, was, you sweet, like, everybody sharp remember
2: Ustamak, the really stupid Nemesis knockoff? <laughs> no, remember you, you fought, don't. Remember or you, you, fought you fought remember t- Sanders, the main villain that turns into a dog monster, then a turret, then a fucking Tyrannosaurus a tyran- Rex? <laughs>
1: I was going to mention the T Rex. <laughs> that was like okay, I'm done. I'm done remember we had evil ada clone but it wasn't oh actually evil ada oh it was another one. Oh, yeah. fuck
3: it
2: that game let's let's talk about something else Keyona, I, I will, what was one of your favorite games i will say this for resident evil, evil well,
0: 5 yeah the last thing the the last thing that i'll say about it is that is that they they do a really good performance of wind of madness in video games live the concert thing like look that up guys really yeah, yeah. They, they do the song from from the game and it actually cool. Cool. sounds really really cool Oh, the other yeah. thing about Resident Evil 5,
2: bring back Sheva Alomar. Ah. Uh, she's yeah. forever dead in that game. Yeah. And she's awesome.
1: Okay, and the last thing I'll say is, hey, Resident Evil 3 Remake remake—it's mm-hmm. a better action game than uh, Operation Raccoon City, which I still remember.
2: Don't. You, yeah, we you, remember that. You know. <laughs> no, you forget <laughs> we that trash. No. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil does not belong in (laughs) eSports.
1: Shut up. (laughs) That was the same year as Resident Evil 6, too. It was a a rough year. It was a rough year for Resident Evil
0: fans.
2: Fucking hate that game. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Kyoto.
3: Yes, Yes, sir.
0: All right. Um, Let me see here. Let me think. Which one do I want to go with first? Um, I think I'm going to talk about Hades. There you go. Because I did not play it. So go ahead and gush over it. Okay. Will we'll not spoil it. No, no, no. I'm not going to spoil anything because I haven't really gotten that far in it to tell you the truth because I'm really bad at roguelikes. So okay. anyway, it's, it's, it's an action oriented game, but it's, it's a roguelike essentially. And okay. there's got, it's got some RPG elements and stuff like that. So roguelikes basically for anybody who is unfamiliar with it, like I was is basically you play a game and Everything kind of randomizes in terms of like the enemies that you face and the stage order, like there's no real order to the levels that you go through and you could hit a boss at pretty much, you know, when you're about maybe five or six or seven levels in um, Or rooms, I guess you could say and the enemies that spawn are random and the traps that spawn in the rooms are random and in the game you basically like one of your major mechanics is a dash mechanic. Because okay. dashes will take you through objects. Like, you can dash through basically a column or a pillar or a wall or something and get to the other side of something. Okay. Um, it's the gameplay itself. Like, this game was in early access for maybe about a couple years. And yeah. how they did that was they would basically sign people up and people would download the 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 you know the betas or the alphas or what have you, the alpha builds, and they would play it. And Supergiant, who's the team behind Bastion and Transistor and Pyre, yes. um they then took the information that people the feedback that people would send to them and they would just build the game around the feedback
3: nice
0: so it's it's almost like like a living creature in a way this game because it's like it's adapting to basically what what players say um the release was very quiet also they didn't really advertise it too much in terms of it getting like a final release um i'm sure they're still taking feedback into account because apparently like the dialogue never ends in this game because people yeah, that they play it for like 100 hours and get new dialogue Yeah, so... this game
1: is what i'm gonna call the uh red dead redemption 2 of indie roguelike dialogue <laughs> game
0: is it is it voiced dialogue
2: or just text? voice dialogue voice oh, oh, yes, wow holy crap there is and so the, much dialogue I the voice actors
0: even... are amazing man i just want to say like, like i've also heard the soundtrack is killer Oh, the soundtrack yeah. is killer. Well, every game by the studio always
1: has a killer soundtrack. So Darren Corb,
0: guys. yeah, Darren Corb is like their sound guy, their music guy, and he's just awesome. Like every single every single game that he does is awesome. Nice. Very um, very nice. So we got some of the some of the voice actors here. Um, Logan Cunningham is the main voice actor who does like he does Hades, he does Poseidon, Achilles, Karen, <clears throat> the storyteller. So he's excellent in this game um awesome who else is in here that we might know from anything darren Corb is skelly so the music guy is actually skelly in this game nice. skelly is like it, skelly is this skeleton creature that you go to whenever you're changing weapons and you can test out your weapons on him he's like the oh training, that's cool <laughs> he's like the training dummy nice. and you can like test out your weapons on him and you can do like little dialogue uh dude you can talk to him and stuff like that and he'll just say things like like, no, man, I'm not here to dish it out. I'm here to take it. and That's just- <laughs> <No>, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a lot of fun. And he's like a funny character. So it's pretty cool. Darren Corb is also Zagreus, which I didn't know that. Anyway. So he's like, <clears throat> Zagreus is the main character, right, Tyler?
1: Yes, Zagreus is the main character, correct. So, so that's Darren son of, Corb son is of the Hades. main character.
0: Yes. yes. The music guy is the main character. That's, that's awesome. pretty freaking amazing. I didn't actually know. Really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. actually know that. Nice. And Greg Kasavin is hypnose. Greg Greg Kasavin is like one of the studio leads and, and one of the story guys. And he also worked for GameSpot back in the day. So, oh, yeah,
1: okay. the cast is not going to be full of Troy Baker's not, not in this yeah, cast. Yeah, no, like they
0: that. don't need it. They, what, they don't I really like that best when they find some people like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's so many people out there that you can, you can utilize. Um, yep. You know, if they wanted to, they could utilize us. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, I, the
1: only thing I would ever be good at is playing like a GTA like pedestrian. It goes like, hey, dude, you want to play some games? Dude, I would happily
2: be someone that gets <laughs> killed. I've always said I if I was ever in a TV show, I'd want to be that person that gets killed in the first five minutes of Supernatural that starts the case. That's all I ever <laughs> want.
1: Like, what was your role? I played uh, Body in an episode of Law and Order.
2: Cadaver 6.
1: <laughs> Cadaver, Cadaver 6. Oh, that reminds me of the best one, which was I went through, I think it was Jeff Goldblum's like filmography and his first role which was in the original Death Wish was just Rapist Number Two Samuel (laughs)
2: Jackson's isn't coming to America it's Black Man
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can't beat that
2: (laughs) that's one of my favorite things ever
0: amazing but yeah so it's like it's super cool Um, and uh, they always do like songs on the soundtrack so like Darren Corp will always collaborate with with uh, Ashley Barrett Who's a very very good singer and i have a total nice. geek crush on her voice <laughs> and um she's she's like incredible in the blood there's a song called in the blood which is very very awesome um there's also a sound there's a song on there where you fight like nagara who's one of the bosses
3: mm-hmm.
0: and <coughs> the song just changed changes to this full-on like heavy metal stuff and it sounds just like doom eternal nice it sounds mm. straight out of doom eternal i mean like which is you know i mean it's this is a game called hades and doom eternal is about hell basically so you know and heaven at the end but yeah i mean like i just think that this game i think this game is really something special and i came to it you know like here's my thing with supergiant bastion i loved transistor i was a little bit cooler on Mm-hmm. um just for some reason the the gameplay the the hook just wasn't there for me in terms like like how bastion was um pyre was okay it was a bit more of a curiosity for me
3: That's Hades, fair
0: yeah it was a curiosity for me but i just i didn't really devote too much time to pyre so i probably would have liked it more if i had played it more but bastion and transistor i did beat both of those uh hades surpasses all of them oh, wow yeah i mean I think for me Bastion is up there like right behind it but Hades I think surpasses that because it's awesome. such it's such an awesome experience and it's got that old school gameplay flow it's just you know if you want something if you want something to remind you of like in my opinion the better days of gaming the better days of gaming. uh yeah. Hades is definitely um it's it's one yeah. of those it's one of those games where you can you can definitely like you can pay like 25 bucks for it or wait for it to go on sale what have you and it's money well spent because you can feel like a
1: throwback to the era of gaming where you didn't have to put in five
0: dollars to get a rolodex of what item you wanted exactly it's yeah it is very much that and the cool thing is there's this little mechanic too where you can give like a gift to one of your to to one of the uh, npcs that's waiting for you in like in hell essentially And oh, it if, has, you know,
1: if you like Greek mythology, you will get a lot out of this because there's some very will. interesting depictions of Greek gods. Like, actually, I like the way they depict Hades. It's not straight yeah. up; he's evil. It's like, no, oh, it's a little bit closer to what the case, which was he's a
0: morbid guy yeah. in charge of hell, but he's not, he's not mean about it. He's <sighs> not like the <gasps> devil in terms of how the devil is traditionally portrayed. He's more like, you know, he he like sits in his office all the time, and there's Cerberus on his on his right hand side and, and you know you can cool. go over there you can pet cerberus that's cool that's actually that's all you need I'm,
1: I'm not kidding That might be one of the closest actual depictions to what was said in greek mythology yeah it just awesome. seem like a beer a bureaucrat is just like it yeah it's just my job i don't love it but yeah. it's like i have to maintain the souls and they can't
0: get out i'm sorry yeah. one of the things that i don't know yet and that i've i've heard alluded to is that maybe you can maintain like relationships with some of these characters you can okay I mean, I mean beyond the the typical like, you know, you go up and talk to them after every mission or something. Like there is like are, are, It's not as simple as I'm going to talk to you for four missions and then we bang, yeah. okay? Yeah, it's not like that, but there is <laughs> but there That's is awesome. something there is something to this game which I want to discover on my own. So. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not anyway. going to tell you everything. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Hades is a uh, is a very good game. I I came to it like I said I was pretty skeptical about it because I just, you know, I thought people were just overhyping it but like no they're they're really not it's it's well worth the money.
1: So. yeah it, it's my game of the year and my ringing endorsement is best depiction of Hades since mm-hmm. Hercules
0: there we go. <laughs> there go there you go um it's not my game of the year but it's number two oh, So Very nice. all right Tyler, what's your next one on the list
1: I'm gonna go with the most obvious game of the game not game of the year but most obvious game among us
0: <laughs> still haven't played it.
1: What? It's fun.
2: <laughs> we need to do a game night of renegade pop culture doing Among Us. Yeah, Absolutely. Total blast.
0: Well, you know what we were thinking? We were actually talking about that on the last mental health podcast. And I think we're gonna do it around March because that is our anniversary month. Oh
2: Ooh, you guys fun. let me know. I'll gladly host it and stream it. It'd be yeah. awesome.
0: Sounds good. Yep. Yeah.
1: Cause I'm like, I, I just I downloaded it on, on a lark because a friend told me to, and of course I've heard of it, but I'm like, I wasted the entire the Christmas day playing among us i have road. no regrets i, I ended up playing it with a couple like like a freaking like friend who's a major youtuber uh, cynical history is his name even he joined in at one point we were just nice. you know, having the biggest awesome. blast we started playing historical characters there was a point when freaking gorbachev got shot in the head by eleanor roosevelt and i blamed it on freaking teddy roosevelt over there it's amazing that's funny, that's funny. <laughs> it was the most fun simplistic game ever
2: have you played with proximity chat yet Yes, don't uh, do that.
1: Don't do that. <laughs>
2: yes, I love it. <laughs> yep, it's just, it's such oh, a
1: simplistic game, it's not a whole lot to really say. It's just get some buddies, lose some friends while doing it, have fun, unless you're the one constantly getting murdered at the beginning of every round. Which case, yeah, that sucks.
2: Yeah, they might have that new map out by March, too.
1: Oh, that'd be nice. Oh,
0: true. Yeah,
1: that, yeah, that, and it's easily well, the most memeable game of the year.
0: I'm I'm saving myself there. for that for for the march. That'll be fun. Yeah, for the march yeah I'll, just,
1: I'll just summarize it with the favorite my favorite meme I saw maybe all year where it's <laughs> a guy playing around and goes, he sees a guy labeled Obama, kill a guy, and he cuts to Obama <laughs> actually saying, like, my fellow Americans, it's blue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like blue was not the, the suspect. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's funny how this game just came out of nowhere to kind of knock Fall Guys off of its yeah. pedestal. And the funny thing is, this game is oh, yeah. two years
1: old. This game came out in I 2018. It's
2: crazy.
0: Yeah. It just, well, you want to know a large
2: thing that helped it? Everyone being stuck at home. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let me tell you something Jessica Degree has already done a cosplay of uh, a, like, oh, yeah, a sexy I saw that. cosplay
3: yeah.
2: of Yes. An- another thing, if you guys want to see it, one of my favorite gaming channels is Funhouse. And they did live action Among Us. Oh, God. That's pretty great. It's pretty great where they had solo cam, like third person cams following each other, going around their office building. Nice. And they had themselves fully coded. So they were socially distanced because they were inside of Among Us costumes going around. It was awesome. It's great. I got to get a link for this. It Let's sing amazing. out the GoPros I'll, for that. I'll post it in the uh, gaming chat. Oh, it's, it's great. That sounds it's great.
1: amazing.
2: It's awesome.
0: Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, Tyler, did you want to add anything else to say about that? Uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's, it's a fun game.
1: It's, it's the only game where apparently politicians can play it and not get yelled at for being a you know stick in the mud. Yep. Yeah, mostly, uh, mostly.
2: Pierce was playing it with some huge politician
1: the aoc was, i think she was playing yes it, AOC. Was, it was it was yeah. AOC. She did a whole like stream for it and yeah that was, was crazy like, the most watched thing of the year on twitch that was crazy yeah yeah oh, hey AOC, we love you
3: uh, Yay! i love
2: a lot of pierce oh my god you talk about Alana geek crushes my yeah, god that woman's beautiful is awesome yeah she's, <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
0: she's ah, incredible yeah. she's amazing i think she's gotten even like better at at things since ign too since like her early days there
2: yeah, like, I'm quite I'm quite excited to see what she does with uh Santa Monica.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Also this this is a request because I remember I think uh Nolan North has like a YouTube channel where he plays stuff with Troy Baker. Can they please he, play Among Us? He
2: did. And then they kinda they had does. a... out.
1: Ha- oh no, oh no. they
2: they had different ideas for what they wanted the channels to be. They are oh, on better no. terms. Troy has his own thing. Like, he wanted to do a lot more serious and like thought provoking things. And Troy, later. And, and yeah, and Nolan wanted to be Nolan. He still mm. does it all the exact same way. He's got the same channel, everything. They're both split, but
1: oh no, <laughs> it's not like they hate us.
2: It. It's not like they hate each other, but you could go back and watch the old stuff. It's still, uh, yeah, I, still I remember that time they played
1: the first uh, Uncharted, and I think one of them threw a controller at the TV <laughs> and it broke. <laughs> By the and
2: way, way, they literally they go, like,
0: oh. shit." We, we would love to have any of those people on our podcast. I'm oh just putting God. that out there. I would lose oh, yeah. it if
2: I got to oh. talk to Troy Baker. Oh my yeah. God,
1: Mike. Yeah, man. Uh, you can see what my game icon is. You know a game I would totally talk to Troy Baker about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my dream would be talk to a- Ashley Birch because just
2: if I could talk to Aloy, I would lose my mind. <laughs> there you go. Oh, All yeah. right.
1: But yeah, Among Us, great game. Play it. You probably already have anyway because we didn't do much in quarantine it,
2: it's free or five dollars depending on where you want to play it yep so
0: all right so brock next one on your list
2: all right i don't even well I, we did a literal whole entire podcast and i did a video on my youtube channel talking about the last of us part two so i'm not going to go into that one because i've already said my piece about how much i love that game i will do a little miniature shout out to just a game that almost no one talks about that came out this year right before the ps5 launched little hope it's another one of uh, super massive games of people that did um, until dawn. Every yeah. couple of years or so, they put out. They have the horror anthology that they put out now because they yeah. realize that's the one thing they're really good at.
1: I think it's called Dark Pictures Anthology.
2: Dark Pictures yep. Anthology, and this one was basically their version of Silent Hill in Salem.
1: <laughs> I think, well, Little Hope, which is like next door Little to Salem.
2: Hope, yeah, but it, it, it was good. Wow, the voice okay. acting is the only thing I don't like. Because ever since they've done these little itty bitty side things, the voice acting's not great, or they don't get yeah to voice act well.
1: Or no, I think they're getting celebrities that can't do voice acting very well.
2: Yeah, because it's like everyone they had in yeah, Until Dawn was the was best. off the charts. Great. And that,
1: that was actually the perfect timing because they got uh, Remy malik just as Wister Robot was getting popular.
2: Exactly. But the other one I was going to talk about, and it was a really shorter game because we'll talk about the one that me and Kiona or Tyler will talk about too. We'll have all vastly different experiences on, will be Cyberpunk. It was mm-hmm. Miles. My God, Miles was good. Miles Morales, it was Oh, off.
0: Miles, yes. oh, that Miles game Morales
2: here. was off the charts good.
0: Okay. I have it. I haven't played it because I want to play through the original Spider-Man first. And yeah. I haven't really done that yet.
2: And um I will say before we go in too far. I bought the, I want to say it was the launch deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. And I got Spider-Man PS5 remastered with it. I will With the new face. With the new face, which I'm fine with. <laughs> I've grown to like it, actually, because they did it for facial capture for Yuri Lowenthal. If anyone has seen Yuri Lowenthal, that is Yuri Lowenthal if he chopped 20 years off his life.
3: <laughs> but
2: uh, I will say the amount of glitches in that game are comparable to cyberpunk and there were more game breaking when i played through it
0: yeah are you talking about
2: the the, 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 re, the remaster the, the remaster remake. okay yeah so when not I not first- miles morales but not miles morales Spider-Man. miles morales was top-notch perfect there was okay. multiple times where i was swinging with spider man and he would just stick to the side of a building and run in a circle i could not pause the game i couldn't unplug the controller i had, pa- I had to hard reset the ps5 i had multiple times where that had to happen And that one didn't get taken off shelves because it didn't get as much attention as cyberpunk did. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of games that came out that had hard, bad shit this year that no one liked to mention. And that was one of them, but back to miles, that was the first game outside of Astro's playroom that I put in my PS5. And I had to stop and look, because there is chunks of that game that look like it's real Mm. on PS5, at least. And that, that game soundtrack is just banging. Every character, there is like five or six NPCs that you get to know as well as Miles in that game nice. that are only introduced in that game.
1: So are we talking graphical quality good enough that you could fool a local news channel into thinking it was actual footage like Red Dead 2?
2: Yeah, there's points. Not all of wow. them, but if you get the right scene with just Miles talking in his house to his mom, there's a couple of points where it's, nuts good and like troy baker's in it and my god you can tell it's troy baker because insomniac just went hey do the voice but i could do something no do the voice okay you could not have told me it was troy i would have told you in two seconds of him breathing it was troy baker
1: when, when you oh, say yeah. the voice are we talking like that time uh, the guy who plays Garrus from mass effect showed up on an episode of fringe which is like i can't tell that's him oh there is voice
2: yeah it's it's troy baker speaking with a little bit of an annoyed pitch to it that's pretty much what it was but he's still awesome because he's troy oh yeah um, yeah and the one thing i liked about it is it's spider-man ps5 with the um fighting systems rejiggered a little to make it more tight and more eccentric the the way that he swings is a thousand percent different only in the way that it shows because like it's little touches Peter when he swings it's very whatever he's doing like mm-hmm. miles every time you swing and you just hang you'll notice he prefers to try and hang upside down and like actually enjoy feeling the momentum of his swings like he's a brand new spider man like mm. his, hmm. his transitions over buildings are different you can do the freaking upside down texting thing from freaking inside the spider verse or <laughs> say, how, how, Spider-verse.
1: Much, how how comparable is this the spider verse
2: I it's up there but like you fight rhino you don't get to fight a brick wall sized kingpin but like he's (laughs) he's pretty good he's a little less goofy than the miles in there but the guy does an amazing job i can't think of the guy's name that voices him but he does an amazing job at it um it's spider-man ps5 and an experience that you could platinum in a weekend Mm -hmm. and i like that they're not, I am a person that will play a game for hours and hours and hours. And I'll also play a 10 hour game and get four, 500 hours out of it because I'll play the game a thousand times. I like that you can have these massive games, but also they're willing to just go, here's a game that's 20 hours with the same quality of a 60
1: hour game. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I, I looked up the guy's name. I'm going to butcher this. It's so it
2: Najee- N, it?
1: G. yeah, Najee Jeter, I think is his name.
2: He does great. I-
1: i've heard voice clips it sounds pretty good sorry if i got that name wrong
2: (laughs) i wasn't even gonna try it i just remembered it start with an n but yeah and the boss fights in this game are off the freaking charts Mm -hmm. this game made the tinkerer into one of my favorite marvel villains ever
0: that's impressive (laughs) the characterization the tinkerer. tinkerer
2: the Tinkerer is the main villain in this game. He tinkers. They. It's like,
1: that's like saying a Batman game and the main villain's gentleman this ghost. This is like
2: what? like this is <laughs> levels of making Kite Man serious of the change they do with the Tinkerer. The
1: ventriloquist. He's now the top like, dog.
2: But it it was just. Their, the <laughs> fight at the end is awesome. It's not just swing for a little bit, web them four times, and then hit them like some of the later Spider-Man, uh, PS5 things were, which was still great, but everything was good the interactions are awesome uh i don't know what they're gonna do to kind of up the venom powers you get with miles because you kind of get aoe attacks with them that are different that you have to charge and do some other things prowlers in the game finally (laughs) i was waiting so long to get prowler in a video game but um yeah i was i was borderline aroused By the time that game was over, just at the thought of what the next Spider-Man game is going to be. If this was their first version of a Spider-Man game and a small dose on the PS
0: five, do you think they go with Peter or do they go with miles or do they go with both?
2: I believe they're going to go with, I believe they're going to go like 70, 30 Mm -hmm. Peter miles. And then possibly in the third one, it'll be the exact opposite if not mostly Miles. They're going to get as much mileage out of Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker because he is Peter Parker in them freaking video games. But they're going to keep increasing the amount of Miles until you get a full Miles game. What I want them to do is do the Miles treatment, but on the next game, have it be Spider-Man 29.9 or Spider-Gwen <laughs> or something else random. Spider-Gwen. Make, Gwen. make, make a, a miniature I was going to say
1: Spider-Gwen too. Oh, yeah. still different...
2: Yeah, or Silk, just make a miniature version of a game where they get to be a different type of Spider Man in between each one. It's
1: perfect. DLC. Hey, man, it, exactly. if you make a game where you can play super powered Black Cat, maybe I'll buy a PS5. Oh, dude. Oh, dude.
2: Black. Oh, no. don't give me hope.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: Felicia Hardy was another one that's amazing in those games. But yeah, Miles was, I, I was blown away. That, that was my first PS5 experiment outside. Obviously of Astros, but mm. yeah, it and for I have what I've heard from people on PS4, it is just as good. Might be a little less graphically intensive, but it is plays just as smooth from what I've heard. It's
0: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Miles nice. is insane. Highly recommended. There you go. <clears throat> so i know you didn't want to really mention it too much but i will talk about the two games that we covered in in massive spoiler specials uh over the past year which is uh last of us 2 which is my number three game of the year um and uh and i will say this for it i i still think that there are problems i have with that game both narratively and in terms of gameplay however I do think that it was one of the most thought provoking experiences that I had all year. And I think that um, in terms of just graphically how, how gorgeous that game looked. I mean it really did look good for a mm-hmm. PlayStation Four game, especially.
1: I as um, I'll say it was certainly the most interesting game to discuss for the whole year. Maybe it
0: really was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as long as you could find somebody to have a sane discussion with.
1: Though. Yeah, but well, yes. there's good there's the
0: clarifier. Someone
1: yeah. who's having a in good faith, sane discussion.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, it that was that game. I think might hold the top spot for eternity, outside of a couple of few, teeny moments in Cyberpunk, to where I felt the most, legitimately uncomfortable playing a video game
1: yeah well okay i'm gonna do the most controversial i'm just gonna do hot take in just like with cold war i i was never a big fan of last of us even the first one that's right. Okay. Okay. uh because that came out in 2013 uh the same year as bioshock infinite of course i like bioshock more because i got my i biased here i will admit that but i always thought that yeah you know, i compared last of us one way too much like the telltale walking dead game different genre but the writing mm. style reminded me quite a bit of it but it Eh, it never came up. It was never a bad game. Don't get me wrong. It was I don't just,
0: think. Yeah, it was the yeah, I mean, wrong.
1: It was never my game of the year, twenty thirteen, greatest game ever. Yay.
0: Well, for me, it was a toss up between those two. It was BioShock Infinite and Last of Us yeah. One. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I, I love I both.
1: I didn't have sky high expectations with the second game because okay, I, I didn't play it, but I know everything about it. I did play mm-hmm. the first game from a friend, <laughs> so I didn't come in with like rock high expectations. The sequel it's, it's, to the greatest game ever made. It's kind of it's, hard not to know everything about it now at this point. Yeah, at this point, it's like, uh-huh. even, if you, even if you're like a, a guy who is, plays like
0: Tetris, you probably know. You probably, probably know Last of now. Us 2 because it's, uh-huh. it, yeah, it's, it's been out there. Yes. Um, yeah. I watched the five-hour video that, uh, that that one dude did, um, and I'm forgetting his name. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, like, blanking right now, but, oh, God, who was it? Anyway. Um, it was like a five-hour analysis of Last of Us 2, and I did not agree with all of his points. However, holy crap! anybody who does a five-hour analysis of Last of Us 2 gets my respect. Yeah. Um, that's a long
1: analysis. No long
0: way. Analysis. We went through the entire game. That guy's, I think I know what you're talking about. That guy's known for
2: doing stupidly asinine his, his long videos. His
1: name is like Luke or something, right? Isn't he it?
2: also, I think, did one for Final Fantasy VII.
1: Oh, you think that's crazy? There's a guy on YouTube called White Light, the 12-hour video on uh, st- Death Stranding, but like straight up, this video is 12 hours long.
0: Wow. Anyway. I don't know that I'll watch that, but I'll i I haven't watched it because <laughs> I'm
1: like, I couldn't even play Death Stranding that long, let alone listen to a guy play it that long.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, so Last of Us 2, I will say that I don't think you know. It's it's funny because I I don't think that that Troy and Ashley Johnson are are getting much uh, credit for this. It seems like, or I mean, they're getting credit for it, but they're not getting like a huge amount of credit. Not getting credit
1: because other people took up the oxygen for not good
0: reasons. Yeah, exactly. But um, but I will say that it's nice to see Laura Bailey getting some credit for her work and uh, <laughs> credits. A ways to put it. I.
3: So no, I mean,
0: her... I mean, like you know, in terms of the recognition that she's getting, yeah. for, she did win an award for it. Yeah, yeah she getting did. awards for it and that sort of thing. But it I mean, was like,
1: like where Laura Bailey was a very specific voice actress. I felt like she usually gets cast in roles that are a little bit too. I don't even know how to put say this in the nice way possible. Upbeat, like she has the perfect voice for like droll, sarcastic, witty characters, like and like bureaucrats first, but... or like uh, I think like Tales from the Borderland. They, they cast her as like the, the yeah, witty, like yeah. uh, like no, like the. <clears throat> that character that character was a perfect voice cast choice for her but then i think of like the other telltale game she showed up in which was the game of thrones game where they made her do like a freaking northern accent it was yeah but that yeah she's an actress that works in specific roles she can't do everything but she can do some roles very very well this is one where she put in a lot of effort mm-hmm. character writing i don't know if that works but yeah. the voice work i think it does
0: well, that's what I mean. I I think that for me personally, like if I were giving out the awards, I probably would have given it either to Ashley Johnson or I would have given it to um to Brianna White for Aerith.
1: They're all they're all putting in effort. I know they're not you know skipping out on
0: this. Yeah, it just um, but the I game the game Laura wants Bailey to be profound.
1: Personally. But for me, it feels like it's going over territory that was treaded about eight years prior in a game called Spec Ops: The Line. That game did a little bit better with the commentary on violence and. How yes. we consume it and revenge, it's been done. And I think Thank that game did a little bit better. I
0: love Spec Ops: The Line. And oh, I'll, I mean, I'll talk about Spec Ops: The Line all day, it. baby. Nearly I give no credit. I,
1: um, oh my god! I'm like, but yeah, that game I mean, is amazing. I, I
0: didn't mean, I didn't mean that about like Laura Bailey's performance, like her getting credit for it. I didn't mean like, yeah, the, I know, the I, I, know I know what you what mean, what have you. But I mean, it's, like, oh, yeah, so sorry for that. Was horrible. I felt really bad for her on that because, from what I've seen, of her,
3: she seems like a
1: really nice lady. From what I've seen of all the interviews. She's very cool.
0: she is. She's very cool. And I know Ashley Johnson was very proud of her too. So, you know, I mean it's yeah. it's good to see voice actors, you know, uh, uh give that love and respect to each other. So up. Actually, really they were
1: both it. in Tales from the Borderlands. So, this was not they the were first both. time they've worked together. Indeed.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ashley so. Johnson will always be Tara to me from Teen Titans, by the way, but that's just me.
1: For God, you're bringing me her. way back. That was actually her.
0: That was her. Oh, God, that was her. Yep. Holy crap! For the
1: longest time, I thought that was Tara Strong, but nope, it's Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Nope. A- Ashley
2: Johnson when they're in that salt. So... Spoiler alert
1: for everyone
2: that doesn't know: Joel dies. <laughs> <laughs> the two people that don't know that that got spoiled when it's like that scene when she is begging them to not take the oh, last hit um, on Joel
0: uh... might.
2: Be some of my favorite voice acting of all time. Yeah. I cannot give her enough credit for her begging them to stop. It
0: is, oh. It's wrenching. It, it... Oh, good Lord.
3: Good. Yeah. yeah there's, there's,
1: there's there's some voice actors that just do a line or two that I'm like, I'm never going to forget that. That's one mm-hmm. of them. That's also not a, a a lot of people hated that where it's like the killed off Joel. I'm like, shoot. Did you really act surprised? I, when I first saw the first teaser, I went, oh, Joel's going to die. I knew yes, that. Yes, exactly. I, I thought so Joel too. was
2: dead at the end of Last of Us 1. Yeah.
1: Well, he was dead inside.
2: Well, well, no, I knew he was dead the second he killed an entire organization. Like someone's going to not forget
1: that.
3: <laughs> probably, yeah. that,
1: that was yeah. probably a better commentary on just player violence was just like you're forced to shoot innocent people to save the one you like, even though you get where he's coming from. And at the end of the game's like, was well, that really worth it? It's like, probably not.
0: I don't credits. know. I would have done it. Yeah, for, I, I would have done it a th- myself.
1: That's the thing where I'm like, I probably would have too. Let's let's all be honest with ourselves and go,
2: yeah.
0: we would have done that. Who else?
2: And I, what, I don't you gonna, think
0: you're gonna say the world over, over the person that you love the
2: most. No, 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 not that. I was gonna say, I think the most motivated I have ever been to kill in a video game in my entire life
3: mm-hmm.
2: is the scene where Marlene is going, they have to chop the cordyceps off the side of her brain. By the way, she's already under and you can't go say bye to her. They're going to go walk you out the door now. Oh, no, Marlene, you could go fuck yourself. You're all dead.
0: That was, <laughs> that was an interesting thing, though, was that they went back to that and they had Marlene cameo in the in Last week exactly. 2. And they had her say, like, all the things that I wish she would have said to Joel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Instead of just sitting there and, and being like, no, we're going to escort you out. And sorry, yeah. I can't tell you anything else. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just... Oh, man that game i will say that that game really it, it got to me a lot and it's something where you know i know a lot of people like to say that like oh abby's the true hero and and we hate ellie and all that stuff i never hated ellie throughout this whole no. game never Lord, not once no. because which is,
1: which is that a failing of the writing or is that what they wanted it's unclear to me
0: i feel like it's what they wanted sort of but I'm glad that it ended the way that it did. I'm glad at the end she didn't kill Abby. Like, uh, Yeah, well,
1: honestly, if the game had ended the way that those stupid leaks had come out months before, that would have been, (laughs) there'd be freaking
0: riots in the streets. Well, let me tell you, I was upset when Abby just, you know, when you're playing as Abby and you win the fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I was pissed off as hell that like, you know, and then it just went to like this whole like idyllic setting and I was like, Oh my God, are they going to end it here? Yeah. I was angry about that. Like, if it had ended there, I would have been more angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that
2: then, was the stuff know. that got leaked. They never had anything after that. So that's why yeah. everyone thought it ended that way. I was just like. And I was one of those people, hands raised, that got spoiled on who all died in that game before I even started it.
0: Me too. <laughs> Same. Oh. I looked it up. I was no. I was like morbidly curious. No, I was just talking with <laughs> a couple of friends, and
1: they're like, they were getting like annoyed, going like, "This game's gonna suck." I'm like, why is that here? It's like, oh, okay. Oh, this no. doesn't look. Oh no.
2: <laughs> Someone sent me a quote-unquote spoiler-free video, and it was oh, conver- no. and it was the conversation between Dina and Ellie right before she leaves the house, mm. where she point blank says, "Did Joel and Jesse have to die for this?" I'm like, that's <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> yeah, spoiler-free. Uh, uh, <laughs> See, I, I don't didn't even know, know who jesse's jesse death. is
0: i didn't know about jesse's death that was the thing yeah. i knew about joel's death but i didn't know about jesse or maybe yeah. i did and i just didn't care because i was like i don't know who jesse is or so whatever yeah yeah but like yeah um oh, th- sorry to all the jesse stands out there no <laughs> anyway um, all three uh, of them yeah I'll, 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 like, one be, you half. will be
1: avenged <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway um but yeah i i hope that they don't do another sequel frankly i i don't think they need to
1: I don't think they will.
0: I want them to make another game
2: with the shooting mechanics of this one.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I want
1: that.
3: Yeah,
2: (laughs)
1: gameplay wise, it's very good from what I've seen from like the the play the playthroughs and all that stuff. Seems really well done. Mm -hmm.
2: I had someone at work who was like, "Well, you know, since." The Last of Us didn't do that well sales-wise because everyone hated it. I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there. That game it sold an asinine really well. amount what of numbers. What are talking about? He was because he's like, well, people said they didn't like it. I'm like, yes, people didn't like it. There was the also people that minority. level. Of, yes, there was people that level of pissed off about the first one, but people like to forget that. Tried to suggest yeah. to me, and it is my most hated retcon and things ever. What if Ellie was in a coma and I wanted to punch him? <laughs> like, And it just wasn't real and it didn't happen.
0: Like, let's oh, just, God. Oh, let's just no. let it go. The game's done. No. Let's just move on. <laughs> Make a new IP. <laughs> all right. But anyway, yeah. Oh, my God. I,
1: I actually have, I hate those endings where it's just like, it was all a dream. It, it was all in a dream. coma. It's like, that's kind of a problem. I kind of, uh, actually, I'm not going to spoil that. i hope. Never mind. I'm not going to do it. Like that ending didn't quite work for me where it kind of goes in that direction. The only last game I enjoyed that did that was Driver San Francisco because they never gave you an illusion that you weren't in the coma the whole time. Yeah, it's weird. Spoilers for
0: yeah. Driver San Francisco. This game no, from I'm 2008. <laughs> Driver San Francisco,
2: one of the only games in history where it has a second person mission in it. Not a first yeah. or third, a second person. Hmm. That mission's
1: yeah fucking weird. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I was so happy when Watch Dogs 2, like the Ubers are called Driver San Francisco. I kind of <laughs> left when ah, I got
0: that reference. Yes. Uh, anyway. All right. All right. Tyler, you got any more? Yeah, I'm going to talk about,
1: speaking of uh, Ubisoft game, I'm going Valhalla, baby. All right. So, okay, first off, let's start with Odyssey because I, you, you liked it and I liked it
0: mostly. I didn't play through the whole thing, though. I have this thing with Ubisoft games where I just get bored and stop playing. Wait, so you didn't you didn't beat the whole campaign, right? I didn't beat the whole campaign. How far did you get? Because
1: there's some good moments towards the end of the game. Uh, far from that. Okay, you, you missed the best mission in the game where you gotta take care of a giant loser like Olympia <laughs> named Testicles. <laughs> who then gets drunk and falls off into a pit of sharks and gets eaten, and they're like, well, maybe he's not dead. Okay, he's fucking dead now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best
0: thing I've ever heard. Okay, he's a big he's, a big, he's a big loser. Guys, like, my sure. name is
1: Testicles. I am the warrior champion. Get me wine, and you get him wine, and he goes like, I will drink the wine. Brr, falls off into the water and dies. <laughs> 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 That's one of the best. There's actually a lot of good comedic moments in that That's game. Like, like there's another one where you, you you wake up drunk after an orgy and you're like, hey man. Where'd
3: that, uh, where'd that horse come from? Orgies, where that like, yeah.
1: where that Trojan horse come from? It's like where oh, that Trojan horse come from? It's like I don't know, man. I was drunk last night, and then these Athenians come out, and they're like, "Ah, crap! They're doing it again."
2: <laughs> they had the orgy again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I love it when Ubisoft games actually have personality and humor. Then yeah. it kind of like it works better for me than if it's like dead serious. You know, like Watch Dogs Legion for me is like dead serious, and that's yeah, uh, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a problem. But yeah. Odyssey has it's 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 mostly serious, but there's some good moments like the ones I mentioned, or yeah, and you know, if you want a perfect example of why Cassandra's a better character, do the part where you fight the Minotaur, because um Alexandra, whatever his name, I'm probably mixing up his name. I don't even care. Alexios, that was it. Alexis. He has, has yes. his look where it's look like yeah. I knew it. There's the minotaur. He has like a, a serious face on. But Cassandra's yeah. like what the fuck what is that? it's real you're yeah, like the most like <laughs> sh- shocked un- not understood like what the hell look that's it's amazing funny. that's funny yeah. yeah but anyway that that game a lot of stuff to like I like the characters for the most part although some of them aren't as developed as I would like really none of the games that use historical characters have done as good a job since Black Flag that was the high point of characters mm-hmm. in the Assassin's Creed game yeah. oh, no,
2: man. T- Tesla and Syndicate was pretty good <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean uh it wasn't it wasn't tesla it was uh no grand bell
2: well, oh grand bell i'm sorry yeah grand bell that was pretty good
1: oh no well okay to be fair the best side question in the entire series in top five best side quest chains in the series is ghost tours with uh charles dickens which is like yeah we're just gonna fight Spring Heel jack today yeah now, on to it
0: <laughs> okay okay it's it so kind fair? of underrated to, to yeah. be fair to myself though with odyssey it's the reason why i didn't really play it that much is because i had other games to play like i only got yeah. it this yeah that, year. this
1: is my main problem with odyssey the game is way
0: too big yeah
1: there is like i, I okay, it's not one-to-one ancient greece but it's it's way too big with about 500 islands we're just like oh, go out of the way do this quest got to go over here there's i don't even want to know how many quests there are on this game it just overdoes it there's some good quests here but it's a lot of its quantity over quality and a storyline, a lot of people didn't like the storyline because it was just so kind of low-key, where it's just like, the whole game, I want to get my family back. We're putting the family back together, man. It's That's fire the whole plot, the really. Game.
0: Harrison Ford would yeah, have been involved again. Yeah, the
1: main game yes. it's not about killing off the evil cult. It's not about <laughs> ancient. who wins the Peloponnesian War. Spoiler, you can't change history. The Spartans will win. No, it's just about, I want to get my mommy and daddy back. I was fine with that. But I'm like a That's lot of fine. people didn't like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, not epic enough for yeah. most, I guess.
1: But Valhalla storyline was a bit more solid. I think mm-hmm. they shrunk the map down where it was a bit more manageable. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was my thing because like, man, it's okay. It's parts of it are in Norway. Parts of it is in not England kingdoms. I don't
0: even call it eight seventy AD. I don't even know. What to call <coughs> that. But, I'm I'm just satisfied by the fact that every time you go and raid a village, the guys jump off the boat and are like for Odin. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna get to that. I'm like, yeah, this game
1: series was very clearly influenced by Vikings and The Last Kingdom. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that.
0: I'm fine with that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm
1: fine it because I'm like, as the historian of the group, so on and so. <laughs> the older you go back, the less we know about history. So I kind of give you an extra free pass because if you want to look at Viking history, it's all this is a vague sage we wrote 20 years after the fact where Ragnar raided Paris and then fought dragons. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think that quite is what happened. Yes. <laughs> and then yes. the English are just like, they're pillaging us and killing us all. That's all we know. The culture, ah, they're just killing me. So, they fought dragons and it was and awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. Norse, myth- uh, not even mythology, so they're sa- the sagas, they read like fan fiction. Where they take an event and completely <laughs> start adding things that did not happen. Yeah, yeah they they like to uh, embellish. Oh boy, did they! It's like I've heard the boneless. He fought in England. He beat many Saxons, and then he fought a sea monster. And
0: that embellishment like, is still going on with the Minnesota Vikings. Yes,
2: guess
3: it is. <laughs>
1: we
0: have to assume this is a good team. Sure, true.
2: <laughs> we can't even build a stadium that won't that would just throw all the Viking
0: fans in the audience. All the Viking <laughs> fans are like, screw yep. you. It, it took you there, till five years
2: there. ago to get a stadium where the roof doesn't collapse. Don't come at us.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, and if you're one of those history nerds, they don't—they don't knew they don't do the Viking horns. Don't worry, they didn't do that. That's, that's like the, that's like the number one pet peeve. With like I know a couple of like historians that are into Vikings. They're like, nothing ticks me off more than seeing freaking horns. <laughs> they don't
0: do it in this game. Don't I, worry. I wouldn't mind. Yep. Additional DLC, maybe just have her wear a horned helmet.
1: Yeah, and it's also really they fun. do they do the main character thing a bit better than Odyssey because Odyssey it's just like you pick the character you want and the other one shows up at the end towards the end is like the boss you fight. Yeah. This one it's like male or female, go, done, <laughs> yay! I don't... don't
0: fight your male counterpart if you no, you
1: don't them. fight a male Viking at halfway point. And turns <laughs> out I had an evil twin brother all along. <laughs> he was Ran secretly behind shit. everything. <laughs> Actually, it's very really interesting because they set this game in 870. So technically, Ragnar Lodbrok's been dead for a couple years. I'm very surprised they actually did that.
2: This could I, come up with something, I guess.
1: I guess. They probably would have thought everyone's just going to compare into to Vikings, which they did anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but overall, the game's the, the combat's a lot better than, than Origins and Odyssey because look, everyone hated the combat system back in the old Assassin's Creed games where it was oh, yeah. block, stab, yeah. block stab, stab. it looks cool well it's not particularly fun or hard this and but then the later ones they just added it's like it's like a rank up system where it's so you can't fight that guy because he's level 30 and you're 28 mm-hmm. this is still in the game but they made it more manageable and the loot's a lot better where you, instead of like i got five silver daggers yay me it's like no it's, it's individual loot it's better to play with now and they made it so you can finally assassinate people without actually just having like a overpowered level 20 because this is the problem with odyssey and origins is that unlike other games if you sneak up on a guy and you stab him it just will stab him and then he turns around and kills you Mm -hmm. because you're too Mm -hmm. low a level Mm -hmm. they made a feature in this game where they changed it to no you can assassinate people it's fine you can do it the old-fashioned
0: way (laughs) this is an assassin's creed game lest we forget Mm -hmm.
1: they also brought back social stealth haven't seen that in syndicate
0: yeah yep
1: true even though it's a bit weird where it's like, really? The big hairy Viking dude's going to blend in with the Saxons?
2: That was my favorite thing when that game was announced. We're like, what's the next thing for the
1: silent clan of assassins? Valhalla! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, like this hasn't made any sense since at least the Ezio games where it's like, uh, Assassin's Creed 3. I can't tell who's gonna be the assassin. Uh is it gonna be uh that white English dude, that white American dude, or is it gonna be the big Native American guy with the hood? I can't tell who's the assassin. Exactly. And then black flags, even more silly. It's like, we're gonna do some ship stealth. This giant pirate ship with a giant it's black sailed. flag is gonna sail behind that big ship, and they're not gonna know it's us. <laughs>
3: You
2: want to you, you want to see my buddy Chris, who is the biggest Assassin's Creed fan that I know personally. Ship he will have out. Vietnam style flashbacks when you mention ship stealth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, that wasn't it. Was it was not it was not ready for prime time in that game. And Black Flag oh. is my favorite game in the franchise. One of my favorite games. I will criticize some of the stealth moments in that game. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. That's another thing. I did not come back. By the way, they did not bring back. <laughs> tailing missions in Valhalla I'm so happy
3: yeah
0: yeah same
1: yeah uh, actually I think I don't think tailing missions have really been much of a thing since I want to say at least unity yeah I don't think so uh yeah I can't I can't remember any of those in syndicate and odyssey was such a break in the okay the one problem though was vehicle combat not really in the game not really they kind of cut out ship combat
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is yeah, a shame. which is
0: that's kind of but, weird
1: but then again odyssey odyssey ship combat was actually not that great i mean you only have two weapons it's hey ready your bows and arrows or hey ready your javelins i mean what else were they gonna do you can't have yeah. a mortar yeah, that's true yeah but that's a that's a minor thing it probably wouldn't have been that fun anybody with vikings it would have been the same thing probably not hey yeah. you, you want to just throw your axe or you want to just go up and stab them like mm-hmm. just not much variety in this era <laughs> sorry I, I know
0: it's it's the stabby stab or the long long uh the long range stabby stab oh yeah they're, they're just oh. throw,
2: they're just lobbing pints across the lake
1: <laughs> <laughs> throwing our meat grenades Pints <laughs> of <a> mead exactly <laughs> speaking of mead get them in the eyes <laughs> there's a lot of mead in this game as there
3: should be yeah. there should be
1: yes and that you can viking rap this is historically accurate yes That's true. This was this was my favorite thing. There was tons of YouTubers that were like Viking rap. What is this nonsense? Am I gonna be Kanye? Like, no. This is actually a thing where people in like Viking halls would actually basically do rap battles with each other, and whoever loses would get incredibly pissed off and occasionally fight people
0: with a sword over it.
3: There is a
0: there's a mead drinking (laughs) mini game as well. Yes, there is, as there should be. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like that you make this game makes you feel like more like a Viking than Odyssey made you feel like a Spartan. Mm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: That's true.
2: Well, yeah. I will say that the most Ubisoft games that they make are more tailored towards juvenile things than serious things. <laughs> so going to get drunk and
1: having orgies, Ubisoft's
2: got it covered. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that is true. Some of the
1: best moments in Black Flag were just where it's like, I'm gonna go drink some grog and just talk to Blackbeard, and we're just gonna talk shit.
3: Exactly. Those are some of
1: the best moments in that game. Although the serious moments actually do hit a lot better in that game. I would. It's, this is the same actually writing team as Black Flag. It was, I almost called him Darby O'Gill. It's Darby something, I forget his name. Uh, he's the writer of this one in Odyssey. Odyssey has good moments. Shits the bed in the third act. This game, uh-huh. consistently good. <clears throat> Not Black Flag great, but consistent. Uh-huh. I'll take that over... over Origins? Because I'm just gonna just
3: origins. origins.
1: Did they did origins? What happened in the third act? Because the whole game is like we're gonna team up with Cleopatra and we're gonna beat the people who killed my family. Because you know it's not a Ubisoft game unless your family's getting killed. And then she just suddenly turns face face heel turn where it's like psych, she's evil now. All your friends are now dead. You're now <laughs> killing Julius Caesar. It's like whoa 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 guys. This is like in three missions.
2: Oh, one day we'll have a talk, uh, podcast about bad video game endings and you will hear me go on for an hour about how much I wanted to shoot people when Far Cry 5 ended because Ubisoft oh. went full tilt and I won it and I was mad
1: I played that game too and I thought that too where I'm like yeah yeah kill the bad uh, guy." games again and I, <laughs> what the fuck is happening
2: mm-hmm. uh, That'll be a podcast in the future
1: Oh yeah, when you, yeah. Odyssey good game not the best it it has bugs this is a thing for 2020 it has a lot of bugs some of them are crashing Mm. it's not Mm. as bad now as it was on launch but it was comparable to unity in some respects Hmm. not fun unity glitches though there was no viking skeleton heads (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's the good stuff oh yeah unity Unity. Everyone will remember for that glitch and little else. <laughs> yeah. Also, because of, also, but if you play that game, you would also remember because the whole plot of the game is the main character wants to really fuck his stepsister. I'm not making that up. That is the int- look at up people. That was the unity plot. Nice, yep. nice, pre-
2: nice pregnant silence at the end of that. So they could isolate that clip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going to get edited. Still. <laughs> <I'm> back. <laughs> we'll take that out. We'll fix it in post anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. going in the final cut
1: you know, yes. uh, it, it, Valhalla good game has its glitches has its problems has has some plot problems but you know it's it's a good game overall it's an improvement over Odyssey and the same way Odyssey was an improvement over Origins I hope it yeah. keeps trajectory going up yep also Japan when
0: I don't know man I don't know that they want to do it after Ghost uh
2: because yep. Ghost went, hey, what if we did the thing Ubisoft doesn't want to do?
1: We <laughs> could <laughs> just do the thing that everyone wanted to do. And yeah. I remember the, uh, was it, like, the forums were like, why do we do a Wild West Assassin's Creed game? It's called For Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> uh,
0: why don't we do a futuristic Assassin's Creed game? Because that's when they said that's the games that's...
2: are going to end, and they're never going to end.
1: They're never gonna I, end.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's the one thing about
1: this franchise where it's don't even think about the IC. How many times I mentioned the mainline storyline. I did not mention it once. I will not. It doesn't matter.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is one of those franchises where like seems that that's the case.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah the game franchise ended and it just kept going. And now it's the exactly. franchise equivalent of a line graph. Unlike a business finance report. where It's like, well, this game went up here. This went down here. That's all it is.
2: It's at the point where they should really just stop calling them Assassin's Creed, but they have to because of branding power.
1: Yeah. That's a problem, even in Black Flag. I think Black Flag at one point might was just going to be a pirate game. And then they just said, let's put Assassin's Creed on this.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right. So uh Brock, what's your next one? Yeah. Do you have a next one?
2: Well, I will I about? will put a little one for anyone that can get their hands on a PS5. I'll do a little minor one. If you ever wanted to play um dark souls slash god of war godfall
0: <laughs> okay that's an interesting choice because i know that a lot of people really did not like this game so but the main what, reason, what do you love about it well
2: i that it is unabashedly a god of war game that they just stuffed dark souls in like you know the text pop-ups in the god of war re-sequel that they made yes it's it's literally the same thing like the bordering and everything there may be two lines different it's scary they literally just went can i copy your homework okay just just end the last few lines differently so they don't know we did the same thing but um the weapon systems are cool it is unbelievably beautiful. They have every lighting mechanic they could throw into that motherfucker going at one time, and it doesn't crash, it runs smoothly. And the combat's awesome. And also, I will say, I am a person that likes parry mechanics in games. I'm Hmm. not good at them. Godfall, you could be a blind monkey with no arms, and you could (laughs) master that parry mechanic. Hmm. Literally, it's... Character begins attack, hit L1. (laughs) Nailed it, right when it comes in, the parry's automatic. It's the easiest parry in gaming history. (laughs) I've never failed it after I've learned it once, and I have maybe like 40 hours in it. I stopped playing for a little bit because of other things, but yeah, it's really pretty. Give it a try if you can get a hang of it. It is not for everybody because of two reasons, and I'll get to the other one I really want to talk about. It does not have input queuing, Mm -hmm. and it does not have animation canceling which is uh, which is a dark souls thing yeah but input queuing is a thing where like say you're about to play a game and you know a square prompt is coming up most games you can hold in the square prompt and then when it comes yes. up it'll go this doesn't have that you have to wait till after it pops up and then whatever it's just that thing you have ingrained in video games for so long that you can do and it's why a lot of times you'll think you're bad at the game hmm because it's just not in there. You have to learn to kind of undo how you've played video games a little bit, and I do not know why it's not in there. Hmm. But the one I will talk about, because I think that you're going to bring up the other one that I would talk about, and we'll have that, is I did really like um, Assassin's Creed Japan. I mean, the uh, Ghost of Tsushima.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was not everybody's cup of tea, but it did some things that... I want to see more of. It was a HUDless game. It's true. I really liked that. That's one thing I like about the RE remakes. Also, unless you hit the aim button, there's no HUD. Yeah, It looks really natural. It feels cool. And there's no, there was basically no map in it either. You just had the wind mechanic. Which, yes. oh boy, video games steal that. I won't be upset. Do more of that, because. You're just, you focused on, I found myself in this video game focusing on my surroundings more and like actually taking in everything because I'm not every second looking up in the top, right. If it's some games for the mini map, or if it's Skyrim, you're looking at the little compass in the middle. Mm -hmm. I felt myself paying attention and noticing my surroundings more because it was just like, Oh, the wind's blowing that way. Cool. Go that way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the upgrade mechanics, it was very much early Assassin's Creed, like pre um, origins, but a little bit different with the swords and the different stuffs you could do. Um, Jin, I thought was great, it it was just long enough to where it was like not super long, but it was where you're like, I got a good chunk of game out of that, and they supported it with ass loads of DLC and just free customization up the wazoo everything was doable within the game they it was one of the most well-supported games i've ever played once you got the blocking and parrying down and the actual fighting you felt like a warrior going through these games and i won't lie i had to play it on easy at first because i was getting my ass whipped when i first started (laughs) that game and um it's Anyone that who, Perry
0: mechanic again
2: yeah the peri mechanic again you had to learn it you had to learn it and it, and it's not god of war you had i mean um, godfall i i had to learn it and i got it after a while
3: mm-hmm.
2: people that are some that are i had to listen to pat pat from uh castle superbeast now talk about how the game's actually insanely historically inaccurate
1: uh yeah i'm gonna get in there here <laughs> <you. laughs> we go tyler okay. yep so, tyler the- go ahead first i'll say about the parrying that reminded me of the pair about the parrying like ability in uh oh my god what's the what's the side scrolling game everyone loved that was uh, animated Uh, cuphead which like cuphead that takes so much that's a pain to learn and some people just never figure it out to the point where they're going this game's not working properly it
2: reminded me of revengeance honestly
1: or that too Mm. a little bit that's actually probably better comparison but um yeah everything you said about it the writing the characters, the direction, the no HUD stuff, no HUD stuff, that and uh, the nemesis system need to be copied into more games.
2: Stats. Yes, the nemesis system. Hell yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Better than the Waste assassin's Creed games have been trying to copy that. More games, just, just, just steal it wholesale. I don't care how blatant. Just do it. Yeah. But that and the no HUD system. That's all great. The game, great game overall. Mm-hmm. Historically... it sits on some very tenuous grounds in ways that i'm like you probably should know a few things going in yeah i like the game from what i've seen i've not played it but i've seen a lot that i'm like i like this this is a good game but historically it's based on kind of a problematic life in the 20th century that was used to murder millions of people Mm -hmm. you know the subtle things
3: yeah
1: (laughs) because it goes pretty hardcore on the whole idea of bushido honor samurai yay it's like samurais weren't that honorable (laughs) this (laughs) This is is a very this is like a big lie that was made up by japan post meiji era where they wanted to act like they came from great honorable roots and then this was kind of twisted into your ancestors were honorable join the military and do japan's conquest in the second world war And this mentality is how we get to stuff like the kamikazes and suicide runs and the bonsai charge and murdering innocent people because it's honorable because your commander told you to do it. This is a big lie that's still kind of around in Japan. They kind of never really got over it. It's still just something you hear about nowadays. And even the films that this game was based on, the Kurosawa stuff. He kind of knew it was a lie if you really watch Seven Samurai, he doesn't really make much of a difference between the samurai and the bandits cuz they're they're both assholes. <laughs> so also
2: it's... isn't it that um like the black powder and the explosives didn't come until way later than when this was set?
1: Yeah, this is like 1138 like they're in the mongol invasion which that part is true the mongols yeah. in china tried to take over japan that didn't work that's actually where the whole kamikaze word comes from because of the divine wind that sank their fleet and that's where the word came from okay. see again this, this this is a comeback to why this is a problematic thing but yeah you know, there's a lot of historical details like that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong though that's minor stuff though that's like uh the equivalency of having a winchester rifle in a civil war game yeah yeah that's dumb but it doesn't really change your perspective on the war this is the big lie is the equivalency of playing a civil war game and the confederates keep going man i love my state's rights (laughs) so (laughs) so this is some problematic territory and it might be because the developers are you know well i would say eh, actually i was gonna say it's because they're not japanese but even the japanese still kind of do this so it's just a problem that historians are always kind of going wait stop don't say honor please this isn't accurate to the culture they're really just kind of mercenary thugs that were used by rich people to oppress anyone they didn't
0: like yeah well maybe Jin was the one honorable guy yeah Yeah, the one one good guy
2: yeah the one one good guy that everyone hated because he did the the job he needed to by poisoning people
0: the one good rich guy you know that just went around
1: killing people
0: he was, like, he was he, the Frank he was Batman. He was Batman. He was the
1: Frank Serpico of the 1300s. It's like, yes, now guys, exactly. come on, we gotta clean up our act. Oh god Serpico.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. It was that a firefight!
2: <laughs> what if it was one guy with six guns? <laughs>
1: You I want to play a 1300s oh. Japanese detective game where it's like there was 15 arrows shot at that wall. This like was the not game one play person. Of Stranglehold.
2: Exactly.
1: L.A. Noir. Japan Tequila edition. time, here we
2: come. You came alone? <laughs> no, I brought my two French.
1: <laughs> it's like it was you. You're a Mongol assassin. It's like I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, but oh man,
1: oh, it's, it's man. one of those
2: things where. I didn't know it was that historically inaccurate until someone told me. Yeah, but it's one of those things where they did what they needed to do to make the video game fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, when it comes to that, I'm okay with it. (laughs) It would be probably less fun if there was a meter where it's like you progress the level, you must murder twenty villagers for your (laughs)
3: lord. Exactly. so i get it jen
0: suddenly come around and he's just like let me tell you a story children
3: when i
1: was younger i fought against the lord of the lands and then it didn't work so i then murdered some kids and here's the spine of the last man like who you. didn't listen to me <laughs> they looked a lot like you <laughs> it's like i got five heads in my bag i'll add six if you don't shut up i've got
2: room for seven more so watch your tone <laughs>
1: How many arrows I got left in that bow? <laughs> I got 52 arrows in this one-arrow bow.
2: The correct answer is enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. So, like, there's a good Washington Post article about this where even the, the historian in question goes, it's a fun game. Play it. Just 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 kind of be aware this is kind of a fantasy in the same way Sekiro don't, Shadows Don't Die is a yeah. fantasy.
0: Don't yeah. take it as the gospel truth, in other words. Yeah. Do also, maybe get a history book on the yeah. samurai
1: just a little
0: hey if a game makes you makes you uh curious enough to look up history and whatnot then i say that's a win
1: yeah oh yeah that's one of the things why i've always loved assassin's creed because i'm always like codex who is this guy wikipedia Mm -hmm. this is a real person this is interesting
3: Mm -hmm. the black
1: flag really doubled down on that one although yeah uh, they have and after eight years they may have gotten some of their history wrong which i did some research on that but not to brag but yeah that that, that's okay that's the one i'm going to Damn it! I'm going to mention that. Can I, Can we bring back the Codex and all these Ubisoft games? I want my Codex.
0: <laughs> Good.
1: I Just want to mention that out loud before, before I forget. But yeah, uh, it would be easy kind of a game. for them
0: to do that. I would think. Yeah, we've yeah. stupidly easy. Yeah.
1: Like actually, a game like this would have actually been really nice with a Codex, where it's like, you've uh, walked through, uh, yeah, the Tsushima. Here's a quick history lesson about what Tsushima Island is. That would have been nice.
2: They did have something kind of like that in the scrolls you could pick up.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's like, you kind of got to go out of your way to do that. Ubisoft games where it's like you walk by something. Codex update. (laughs) Still a little bit better than like the way Battlefield 1 did it where it's like, get 200 kills and you can learn about what a Lewis machine gun does.
2: Or Destiny 1.
1: (laughs) that's 1. that's (laughs) that's That's the lowest pit of hell. It's like You want to learn about Destiny, kids? Well, tab out of your game. Do you you like Grim War cards, kiddos? Let's go have story time. (laughs) I'll tab (laughs) out of your game and go on the website, and maybe it will load and tell you things you'll know that will not matter. Mm Mm-hmm. Freaking Halo waypoints more intuitive than this. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, goes Ashima. Great game. Just read a history book.
2: Yeah. If you like if you like uh if you like the idea of Assassin's Creed in Japan, go play it.
1: <laughs> yes. Cause Ubisoft, they ain't gonna do it ever. No.
0: Okay. I'm gonna talk about two more of my favorite games because this is getting a little long in the tooth, so we need to kind of uh move towards oh. wrapping up here. <laughs> but,
1: right, okay, um, last thing I'll say about Assassin's Creed, they're sure. probably more likely to do Assassin's Creed Summer of Sixty Six sooner than Japan now.
0: Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably yeah because at this point it's just like it's it's retreading familiar ground so
1: Mm -hmm. okay but yet uh, what next game
0: okay so um here's a game no one really talks about streets of rage 4 nice
2: that blows my mind that streets of rage
0: 4 finally (laughs) came out after so many years it's still here kids it's still here (laughs) Yes. oh man and and so many fighting forces uh, oh. but no, i mean like yeah oh so and so many geckitos. um you know like oh there was the one but yeah streets of rage 4 so that is a game that i was extremely interested in and i was kind of talking it up to people that i knew because streets of rage 2 is my favorite game of all time really
2: that's yes. one of the best soundtracks in video game history
0: yes Can't... that's yeah I agree precisely
2: with that.
1: why Yep. one of one of the reasons
0: why but also yeah, are you streets... a big
1: fan of my sheer anui
0: well that showed up in there so she, yeah. she showed up once she showed up once showed up once yeah i mean I, I i mean who doesn't love my but i mean blaze was my first video yes. game crush so there you go <laughs> i was waiting. But, on i that. mean like yeah streets of rage 2 is my favorite game of all time it's the game that really made me a gamer personally even more so than mario huh? in, in a strange way because, you know, I mean, as much as I loved Mario, it wasn't until I saw Streets of Rage and I heard Axel say, "Grandpa" that I just gave her. <laughs> um So, yeah, I mean, Streets of Rage 4, you know, there's not much to really say about it because it is an old school game and it's very much in that same vein as Streets of Rage 2 and, and you know, and, and the first one as well. Which is, by the way, I mean, they have some really insane callbacks, like the boss, the, this boss uh, policewoman that you fight, and she actually <laughs> has the special attack from Streets of Rage 1. Oh nice. That's so awesome. She calls, so she goes like backup requested. And then you see like the guys come up and they shoot the rocket launcher and everything and it's it's attacking you instead. So that's like that's really cool. I nice. mean, I like all the little throwbacks and I like the fact that they got Yuzu Koshiro back to do like a, a, a track or two for the soundtrack and everything. It's cool. it's a it's a really cool game. It's a nostalgia bomb, it really is, but it's like, you know, what do you expect from Streets of Rage for? It's it doesn't reinvent the wheel but it does what it does with a lot of heart and a lot of like grit and i i just i love that about it so i'm not going to say too much about it other than just go play it especially if you love old school brawlers i mean they don't make many of those anymore so let's let's support them if they do uh yeah. and it's good speaking of which scott pilgrim the game is out today yeah they finally brought that back so thank god for oh that. god yeah that they removed
1: PC. it because of copyright they and removed it it's back mm-hmm.
0: now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grab that off Steam. There's
1: actually a rather surprisingly long list of games you just cannot play because of copyright or just remove. Exactly. Like, does anyone yeah. remember there was an old school like Lego uh, Lord of the Rings game? Yeah. Yeah. That game does not exist anymore. You cannot buy it anywhere. It's like you're either going to have to look for a really old disc somewhere, eBay it, or emulate
0: it. That sucks. I remember when they took the Deadpool game off.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah that's a shame.
0: hmm Yep. Still got it on disc, thankfully. I love that damn game. Same. Yeah. Yeah.
1: High Moon Studios did it. Classic.
0: Yeah, High Moon. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. Actually, they they actually helped
1: write parts of the Cold War campaign. Maybe that's where the silly parts came from.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But there's a lot of games that are like that, and unfortunately, the Scott Pilgrim's probably one of the best games to actually have been lost to copyright for a while. Mm
0: -hmm. But thankfully it's back. Yes. I'm so happy. And on PC. I'm so grabbing on PC. But getting back to it, yeah. So Streets of Rage four, um, uh, that is, I think, my number four game of the year from last year.
1: So did you like it more than Shenmue three? Yes. You and I don't know any sailors. Sequels.
0: Damn it! <laughs> I know that's from one, but that's okay. All right. So let's talk about let's let's talk about personally uh, my game of the year. My number one game of the year is, of course, you guys will know what this is. It's Final Fantasy VII remake, mm. for, for me personally, and the reason for that is because I am not a purist. I'm not a purist, so I don't mind if the story goes in a different direction than than it went before. I don't mind that they have like crazy that there's crazy fan theories going around that say that Sephiroth knows what's going on, Earth to a degree knows what's going on, and that this is all like essentially it is entirely like a, a reimagining of the story or like a re sort of a sequel in a way yeah unless a remake but anyway um, a,
1: sequ- a sequel name?
0: yeah kind of but I think that I yeah just for me it's the most fun that I had it's like hearing the music again and seeing those characters and seeing the seeing um but just seeing everything just brought to life in such a vivid way I think was the thing that just made me love this game so much and um and of course the biggest surprise for me of all of 2020 let me tell you I I love Tifa. I've always loved Tifa as a character. I've always been like Tifa and Cloud. Jesse was a huge surprise as well. Yes. But let me tell you, the biggest surprise for me was Aerith. Okay.
3: I will agree. I am shocked.
0: I am shocked at how much I like Aerith. Nice. After this game, after playing that game. Because let me tell you, in in the original, she was just like, you know, she was a character and she was a character that everybody liked, but she was just there to be like the princess character. And in this one, they gave her some actual some stuff to play like Brianna white had some, had some interesting lines. Let's say, you know, I, I, I think that, um, just to get into the fan theories a little bit, I think that Aerith and Sephiroth definitely know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're positioning their, their particular, you know, characters or their particular power bases in such a way where the, the end game is going to play out a little differently than we think. But I could be wrong about that, and uh, you know the guys at Square are apparently saying that it's you know it's going to play out the same way. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see about that.
3: Well,
2: wasn't this was didn't they originally show like how long they've been working on this and how long they've had to think about it? Didn't they show like an early tech demo for what this could look like on like the early stages of the PS3?
1: Yeah, it's been around
2: in
0: development for a long time. Yeah. But but they always said they always said that no, we're not making a remake. And then of course they were.
2: Yeah. This is what it could look like though. We're not doing it. This we're is what not it could doing be it, though. But this is,
0: yeah, this is a visual tech demo. Yes. Yeah. Just to show just to show what our engine can do.
2: That's my favorite lie. If we did do this, it could look like that. Yeah. Yes, you just have about a thousand development hours in this thing
0: of what it could be, really but you know i will say in terms of the soundtrack and in terms of the the redone battle system and just the way that like you know the the voice acting i mean i did miss some of the advent children cast i won't lie but it's kind of good to see these characters brought to life with new voices and and you know and because it's such a brand new experience of playing the game again and i think that um they did right by it mm-hmm. so yeah i'll i'll give uh, i'll give squared a lot of credit for this game. I think they did a good job. One thing I and, have to ask.
2: Go yeah. ahead. Um, I have passively watched and p- played played through mm-hmm. the original with my cousin Chris, who mm-hmm. I have to thank for basically making me a gamer. I played half of my life of Tekken 3 with him. Um, and people I have seen, everybody I've talked to, said that they like this game. The only thing that I've seen as an almost unanimous complaint is how the summons work they don't like that you kind of control them now versus them just doing their thing.
0: Yeah. I will say that I, I think that there's a a certain element of that to it. Um, because what happens is when you summon in a character, you have to do like, there's a menu prompt that you have to actually get to, to say like, we want you to do this special attack or whatever. They'll do like really weak sort of, sort of like vanilla attacks on guys, but they won't do like their special attacks. So you have to tell them, you have to command them to do it. Okay, cool. But, um, Hmm. Yeah, so so Tyler, we did see you kind of groan a little bit there when I mentioned this. So so oh, no, did, no, did you groan? No, I I played it. I played it. Um
1: Did you I, like this game or game. did you hate it? I did actually. It's the only, the only reason I don't put it on my list because it's not quite complete yet. The part I see, one. I see what
0: you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That's I see just what it, you're
1: philosophically, saying. I'm gonna just say it's not done yet. But from what I played, very good because I've played original Final Fantasy Seven, because everyone. When I was growing up, we were always like, oh, it's the most moving of the series. You'll cry at a certain moment, and you know what moment I'm talking about. And I <laughs> I got nothing out of it, man. I thought Aerith was a decent character, but I never thought she was that big. So that See, when that moment happened. I'm like, I got nothing out of it. This, this characterization, so much better. I'm like, you know, so much when better. the moment happened, you know, it's going to actually hit
0: when we get there exactly exactly and that's like i don't the know why i'm saying a the game from nineteen, like the nineties. i mean it's, it's yeah everybody, it's knows, what it everybody yeah. knows what it is everybody knows what it is there's that moment and
2: the first time you get to see the knights of the round get summoned it might be the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in a video game
0: i'm curious about this because the way that you summon the way that you get these summons now is that you have to actually fight the summons before you can use them Oh, okay. It's an interesting twist on it. How are they going to do Knights of the Round? I have no idea.
1: (laughs) I'll be curious to hear what the remix of the Aerith Dies music is. Because even as a kid, I'll admit, the scene doesn't do much for me, but the music is very good. And It's doing all the heavy lifting for me, if you ask me. Do you
2: think that they're going to have him fall onto her or it's going to be like from behind and Sephiroth lift her?
1: (laughs) that it's going to be more dramatic because in the original game yeah. is kind of goofy. We're just like mm-hmm. stab through the head. Yeah, This one's going to be like, no, it's going to be more dramatic.
0: Oh, this is going to be devastating. Let me tell yeah. you, because I don't want her to die. I'm, I'm like sitting here going, no, no, no. Don't take don't take earth from me. Please don't. It's right. a longer game too compared to the original. So you get more time to develop
1: characters. Mm-hmm.
2: You want to talk about how long this game could be? go listen to the castle super beast clip where Wooly and Pat and Wooly goes, well, the game's not that long. And then Pat for a good solid 10 minutes has Wooly's brain unwinding because he forgets (laughs) about 70% of that game. And they realize it's one of the longest games ever made. When you didn't think of how long it could be with just how long they sat in Midgar.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, That and also I'm I'm used to goofiness for this series. I played Final Fantasy X13. I'm used to this.
2: Don't don't mention that destiny is destiny. Shut up, lightning. I hate you.
1: (laughs) It's like, but what about Sarah? I love (sighs) your voice
2: actress. I don't like you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Allie Hillis,
2: why do you have to be her?
1: (laughs) Allie Hillis. You mean you mean you mean space Liara of the kingdom? I don't hear any other character, just
0: Sylia.
1: It is. Mm. Yeah, I play those games. I'm used to silliness. fifteen. Freaking the whole game is like basically I just a freaking road trip. I'm used it to is. how goofy this series is.
0: Yep. I know. I remember like like when Josh and Crystal were were talking about it and how Crystal was so like irritated by like the the Shinra the Shinra executive that you bump into <laughs> on the train. And he's like, he's like, we will never bow down to violence and stuff. And, you know, he's doing that really like awkward anime thing. And yeah. like, <laughs> and they got so annoyed at that. And I'm just like, that's just, that that's just Final Fantasy VII, man. Yeah. That's so why like, getting mad
1: at the goofiness of his remake is like playing Metal Gear Solid 3 and getting mad at the fact you're fighting a B-man.
0: Yeah. I got to tell you though, I can't tell you like... This this game was the game that really got me into watching people play on Twitch. So, like, I was watching, like, Maximilian Dude play it, and I was watching, like, Eric's voice actors, Brianna White, play this. And, and, like, everybody uniformly always gets to a moment in the game where they're just fighting, like, they're playing the combat and stuff, and they're just like, oh, I see you, music. I see you, soundtrack. <laughs> and they're just, like, start jamming yeah. out to it. And it's just like... Yes.
1: Yeah, that, that soundtrack is one of my favorite amazing. things, by the way, is when they get the voice actors to play the game on a yes. live stream. I
0: never tire of that as a gimmick. Me too.
2: Yep. That's great. Because a lot of times these voice actors, with people that don't know a lot about voice acting, they do not get to see each other. You mm-hmm. go say your lines into a box, and then they finally get to see the context of where their lines were, how they got delivered back, and you got to see how they're like, I didn't know that. It's It's awesome. It's
1: the great. best interview about voice acting was from Dave Finoy from like the first scene of The Walking Dead, where he's like, Look, man, I did Fallout New Vegas. I saw the script. The script was mostly grunt like this. Ooh, <laughs> 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 ooh. Dead sound effect. Like this yeah, this voice acting can be quite goofy if you just look at it as a script of things that will happen with no context. That's how Skyrim was done. Where it's like, okay, you're playing this character guy. Do all these lines. You're now playing this character. Here's these lines where you're yelling at yourself.
0: Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. True.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm actually with some of the voice acting. And when is some of what's in Tom Hanks Seven Were some of these recorded with other people because some of the lines felt almost too good to not actually do that because some games do that.
0: Um. As far as I know, they were recorded separately, but they they had you know I think that they were using the recordings to actually play off of each other. Apparently, okay, because
1: uh, I know like the Last of Us, they did actually have Troy Baker yeah. and Ashley Johnson in the same room, and oh yeah, because Walking Dead, they had a lot of that too.
2: Because yeah. the most, with they want to get the realistic motion capture, and then sometimes they'll have people that know what the lines are going to be said, but they're not the voice actor. They'll just have like a dummy person that's decent at doing it. feed yeah. the lines to you. Yeah, so you can yeah. have a reaction at least in no context. So
0: hmm. yeah. I also got to give a lot of credits to Barrett's voice actor because that dude, when um, when Midgar, you know, when the plate falls on Midgar and everything turns to rubble and stuff and he thinks Marlene is dead. And when he's crying for Marlene, I mm-hmm. like I, that got me. And I was like, Barrett got me of all characters. <laughs> I never would have <laughs> thought that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But you know, uh, I mean, he's he's a great voice actor.
1: So oh yeah. Great Although I w- I would love to see the trajectory in thirty years when they remake Final Fantasy X. <laughs> Can we do that laugh again? <laughs> <laughs> <Frickin'>
3: <laughs> <great throw. laughs> They'll so probably make
1: funny, that a emotionally touching moment because they 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 really kind of rug the emotion out of Final Fantasy VII in ways I didn't think they would.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Final Fantasy X, now I'm just trying to think of guess what, kids? You'll get to play Triple Triad in 16K! (laughs) (laughs)
0: And then the ending will be completely different! Exactly! He won't
2: be a ghost from
0: the future! (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you you guys think? What do you guys think of the uh, future of this? Of, of this franchise here or of these this series of games Looking the good. remake series do, the you think, do you think that they're going to change things up or do you think that it's actually
2: going to turn out the same I think they'll change minor things they might change the end of the game I could see that but I don't see them changing fundamental things that legitimately everyone knows like you could go talk to a random person that's played Tetris a couple times they know Aerith dies they right. couldn't tell you how final fantasy seven ends they couldn't
0: but what about they Zach coming back um and alternate timelines uh-huh. and all that stuff because it seems like that sort you of you think the they threw a lot of crisis core stuff going. in there i don't know for sure Hmm. yeah i don't know but they did change that i mean we know that yeah. in some way <gasps> zach is still alive or he survived that attack at the very least
2: yeah, there's a good possibility of them putting so is Zach
0: going to sacrifice himself in order to save Aerith? Oh boy!
1: Oh, that would be something if they actually do like a reverse of an expectations and she doesn't
0: die. Yeah,
2: Aerith I mean, what if she Stepher doesn't off? die? <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> would, that would be weird. That, I don't
0: want her well, to die. As I, I know.
2: I know. But, but like, that's the thing where they have a good setup for both them because they're really yeah. jacking you up for that moment. And then they could not or not do it. Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. And you but don't they, know how long it's going to take to get to that.
0: Yeah. We don't know either. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I'm still looking forward to the gold saucer and all that stuff. So that'll be an interesting. Yeah, and the balls they had to
2: call this game just final fantasy 7 remake, remake. And not part one i yeah. was like are you kidding me some kid that has never played final fantasy 7 is going to play this and go what exactly where's the rest of, the rest of
0: it <laughs> yeah yeah and and not just that but they're also going to look at the the ending of this game and just be like this makes no sense like <laughs> exactly exactly anybody who's not familiar with like, everything that has gone down throughout the years, including Advent Children, including, you know, before Crisis and... And and Lance Bass. Yeah, I mean, like, seriously, it's... <laughs> what was that? I
2: can't get over that he was Sephiroth at that one point. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> can, uh,
2: can you just imagine <sighs> the days 50 years from now when they're making a collector's edition of the finish of this remake? Mm-hmm. And how it's... For the PS9 yeah exactly and how it's just somehow going to be on a usb drive <laughs> because technology will be that far ahead
0: exactly exactly uh, it'll just be on something that you just jack into in your brainstem or something yeah exactly
2: it'll be the yep. chips from cyberpunk that'll be it'll what be it the is tips. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> better have trauma team on standby
2: yeah no kidding
0: uh this is a good segue actually into i think the last big discussion that we'll have well actually no 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 there should be two more games so i'm gonna do one first before we get there which is doom eternal we have to mention i was gonna mention that yeah
2: i did not get a chance to play it yet actually so you guys so you guys go ahead i played the first one you guys go ahead okay tyler what do you
0: think uh i really liked
1: it although in some ways i do think it's a little bit weaker than doom 2016 but i think it's still a very respectable entry
0: I agree. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to, uh, to Tony and Zane for this one, because I know that this is higher up on their list than it is on mine, but I will say that doom eternal was, you know, it's got a, a killer soundtrack with oh, a organ. few
1: edit with a few editing problems. Cause apparently Nick, some Gordon editing didn't get problems to, didn't get to edit it correctly. So there's, some I'm weird... so sad
0: about that. I sent him an email too. I sent Mick Gordon an email saying you should come on our podcast and talk, a, and Danny, talk about it, back... even though we have no audience, but that's okay. Did
1: he ever get back to you?
0: Not yet. No, I'm sure Vic, he's busy. I'm sure he's busy. Another too good player, soundtrack.
1: But, you, know. you
2: like Mick Gorgon, go play the Killer Instinct reboot.
0: Of
1: course. Because I'm like, I was going to say, I'm like, he is kind of the soul and yes. red of the Doom games. Yes. That man, that man for me resurrected heavy metal and brought it back, and made it better yeah. than it ever was before. <laughs> he also did the soundtrack for the two Wolfenstein games. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler, the game he did not do the Wolfenstein score on is the shittiest one. That's probably not a coincidence. <laughs> that, that The man is Jesus. I literally yep. call him in my Discord um, and I'm friends with I literally call him, hey, are we talking about Metal Jesus? That's what I call yes. him. He is so talented at just taking a score like Doom and going like, going yes. crank
0: it up all the fucking way and then no, it's gonna break and we're gonna just... And, oh my god and the thing of it was is that they were apparently they told him not to use guitars at first because they were like nobody uses guitars anymore what (laughs) yeah this is true They said that yeah they said that to him and he was like oh no we're gonna use all the guitars
2: Any sane human being who has heard his version of the Killer Instinct intro and then goes, yeah, you, no guitars for you. He (laughs) says, shut up immediately.
1: Mick Gordon's the sort of guy who looks at himself and goes, I'm going to make the most ridiculous thing. So awesome. Like if anyone's ever played Wolfenstein, the uh, old blood, it's like kind of like a loose remake of like, Wolfenstein, like original Return oh Return to Castle Wolfenstein. The ending song is uh the Leonard Cohen song "The Partisan," which is you know a little fun, little folky song. But he turns the metal and it's just like he's just oh my god! He turned a Leonard Cohen song into a badass rock anthem. <laughs> That's he can do amazing. anything.
0: I know. I mean, and and he, this- he did a couple songs for the Lawbreakers soundtrack. You remember that game, Lawbreakers, oh my, that came I out for like two I, seconds? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
1: remember. I only remember because he did it.
0: Oh yes yes he did uh he did the soundtrack um he did the song for a character called faust and let me tell you i heard that for the first time just recently like a few weeks ago like right when cyberpunk launched and i just was like this is definitely a mick Corden track
1: oh god amazing it's like literally like, i remember doing like a history exam was set to like ultra violence from doom 2016 <laughs> i'm like Dude. yeah i'm gonna get through this history exam <laughs> this man is <laughs> he's god <laughs> And the fact that the soundtrack is still amazing, despite the fact he didn't get to edit it properly, speaks volume to his talent.
0: I know. But have you guys listened to it on YouTube, where people actually edited it, and it actually, like, they they mixed it, they remixed it? I did. It? I'm yeah. pretty sure
1: I even saw him comment on one of those. And yes, yes.
0: It did. sounds amazing if they actually mixed it right and didn't just, like, butcher his work, frankly. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Which I know, I know they had a perspective on that, which is fine, but I mean like Bethesda
1: was kind of starting to treat him even worse and worse with each game. Like the soundtrack for Wolfenstein New Colossus, the official soundtrack, Mm -hmm. it's missing three of his best tracks, which is the the courthouse shootout and the Panzer ride. I'm like, what? Why isn't that in the soundtrack? And then they just they took his work and didn't edit it properly. It's a shame that he's never gonna work with Bethesda again, but I understand why. That's the
2: problem with Bethesda, though. Games that are made by actual bethesda is that but almost every studio they have underneath bethesda makes better games than actual bethesda
1: exactly mm-hmm. machine games is under bethesda they, yeah. they weren't the ones that said t- that were t- said you're done this was bethesda above they just came in and said this is yeah. done yeah it sucks todd howard if you're listening fuck you, <laughs> if, you if you if you mess with mick gordon
3: Todd, no Todd nice
0: Howard to to is the Ernest Klein of our video game side hey, of the website here. Todd Howard
2: somehow convinced another person to buy Skyrim, but this time for over a billion dollars. So that man can do quite a lot.
1: I'm, I'm legitimately waiting for Skyrim next-gen version for Xbox it, and Series X.
0: It's coming. I know it you guys remember uh when they when they were announcing like when they were in the middle of promoting rage 2 at e3 and they had andrew wk do that concert thing yeah (laughs) i
3: remember that and
0: i was like i was like dude that is the funniest thing i've ever seen because the reaction shots of the crowd are just
3: amazing
1: you know it was also cool the time mick gordon opened the 2016 game of the year awards in person with a freaking band yes
2: that's the best way they do it it worked for that it worked for freaking uh Oh, it's Casey. Well, no, not Casey Williams. That's from Ruby. I can't think of their name. The the people that did the soundtrack behind Devil May Cry 5. I can't think of their names. It's Casey something. I'm forgetting it, but they played Devil Trigger live at the Game Awards, and it was off the charts. Oh, Oh, yeah. The full band. It was great. It's Casey something.
0: Casey Edwards.
2: Casey Edwards. Thank you.
1: Yeah. You're awesome. yeah, yeah, future game developers if you're remaking a famous soundtrack get mick gordon he'll make it better you think exactly. the doom soundtrack's already awesome he'll make it better you mm-hmm. thought the killer instinct was awesome he'll make it better
0: <laughs> all right um, but but anyway
1: the, the game overall game's good bit more yeah, plot I, than it was the last time which i know was a problem with some people it didn't bother me a ton but i understand
3: that i was that like was a problem
0: I don't know that I wanted that much plot out of a Doom game. Because let me tell you, so so Doom is an interesting, Doom Eternal was an interesting playthrough for me. Because at the time, what had happened was that right when that game came out, my mom, something happened with her. And so she had to go to the hospital. And I was like, you know. And so I'm thinking, I'm going to play Doom Eternal, and it's going to be like Doom 2016, and that you just go through it, and you just like shoot monsters. It's going to be fun. It's going to be like, you know, this is just detox time, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you put that in and it's like, oh no, no, it's not. There's platforming now. And there's like all this crazy shit that you have to do to, to beat the monsters in this game. And they tell you how to do it, but it's still like ridiculous, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I, I just, and then you run into that stupid guy. What's his name? uh I know who you mean? I don't remember his name. I forget yeah. It, I, don't, I, yeah so I, I haven't played it in a while, but anyway, so you run into that stupid guy and it's just like, it's, doom 2016 for me was like a kickback and relax kind of game i mean other than you know it's it's got the heart pumping soundtrack and the combat and whatnot but it's just like 2016
1: was like a weird mix of old and new because gameplay and story wise it could have been from 1998 exactly but 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 violent wise and like soundtrack wise it's something from 2016 totally
0: worked it was like you you didn't really have to think too hard about it. No. You just you just played it and it the was best, fun. The best summary great. of the
1: plot of Doom twenty sixteen is that scene where he just comes over and kicks the TV and says like, Exactly. Yeah. Like,
0: I don't care about plot. And you know what? For most people that were playing Doom, they didn't care about the plot either. Exactly. And then in Doom Eternal, it's like,
1: here's the plot. I, I almost wonder if they were influenced by how machine games did Wolfenstein because Wolfenstein didn't have a plot in the back in the day either, but then Wolfenstein New Order is very plot-focused, but it works.
0: But I but I think
1: okay. it works as well here, though.
0: Yeah, the first thing that strikes me in this game is that, like, wait a minute, you're telling me that the Doom Slayer has a flying castle in space now?
3: <laughs> oh,
0: gee. And they it's don't explain games. where that comes from. Oh, they don't explain it.
2: I'm just like, how that is some saturday morning cartoon horse shit right there <laughs> <laughs> it really is
0: ah uh, i i was just mm. yeah that was the first thing where it was kind of like you're taking me out of this already and it's it hasn't even started yeah so that's the reason why like the story stuff didn't really work for me all that much and then we get into the con maker and all this stuff and now the the demons are from an actual planet so they have character and i'm just like i just want to kill demons i don't care about like what their plight was as a species i don't care about the con maker going there and making like weird deals with their leaders that's weird what the I hell know, is going but, on here with this game because we so, want we want moral ambiguity in our demons yeah that's exactly weird. so like the, the lore in the game is super weird to me and then you run a, run across this guy called the betrayer and he was apparently like somebody that worked with the dubeslayer or that they knew or, or they were in the same army at some point maybe not together but at some point they worked for like these night guys or something i don't even know it confused the hell out of me and i was just like i don't want to play this game with all this frustrating platforming stuff in it first person platforming because that always works is I everybody wondered...
2: else in the video game named that on point because i've heard the con man the betrayer the
0: <laughs> yeah i mean there's the betrayer the con maker who's like god apparently and i or like an angel or something i don't know and then at some point your ai from the first game actually sits there and he's like am i the father so i guess he's like god or something i I don't know i remember the scene it's so confusing it's so confusing it's it's some destiny 2 shit
3: Hmm.
0: it really is like like OG Destiny 2. you know. Not since they restarted the thing and Cade Six doesn't even appear anymore. Yeah, it's like it's like Dinklebot yeah. came back. That's why yeah, Destiny he, Two he, is not on this list. Yeah, not this list. <laughs> We're not talking about. That.
1: But all that said, and I agree, this, the gameplay is still pretty solid, and the soundtrack kind of makes up for a lot of the problems.
0: Yes, the soundtrack works and. Of course, the the combat works.
1: So it also led to one of the weirdest gaming week launches of all time because this was early on when the COVID struck, so we were all in quarantine. Yeah, same day release as Animal
0: Crossing. Animal Crossing, so everybody named that. Those together.
2: commercials <laughs> or those ads where they're like skipping together. Were, <laughs> right.
3: I know.
1: And them. Animal Crossing won, because Animal Crossing sold so much better than this game, and everyone's still talking about Animal Crossing. I feel Doom material's kind of been forgotten at this point.
2: Well, Animal Crossing was about connecting people who were stuck on islands. It was a little bit on point.
1: (laughs) I know. I bet you those developers were like, I can't believe the timing. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Animal Crossing would would win that because it's got the whole family appeal thing and and everybody can play it. It doesn't require... Like
1: ripping off a demon's head
0: and then that's family friendly. Oh, I mean, with me, Yes. Yes. With, with my family, it would be. No, I'm kidding. It would have but, sold I mean, a lot
2: more if you would have put The Rock and Carl Urban in it, okay?
0: There you go. You
1: <laughs> can black, come back as his beloved character, Grim the Reaper. Yeah. Grim the Reaper. <laughs>
0: First-person shooter sequence. Oh my I fucking God. love that. I, don't I love that, though. Anyway. It was Tense. so cheese that it's, was amazing it really was well Especially at least you could see what you, like see what like what you were mirror. at least you could
1: see what you were shooting at because by that point in doom games you couldn't even see anymore
0: hey
2: that was where they started sure. the moral ambiguity because remember if you were a bad person you turned into a demon if you were a good person <laughs> you didn't
1: thanks for reminding me of that <laughs>
2: semper Fi, motherfucker
1: <laughs> yeah but kiana i actually i and understand so what you mean by was like where it's like you want like a kickback like to have fun game and you got something else that's yeah. how i felt with the uh, new colossus which i really liked but it was like that game came out like two months after my mom died so i'm like i'm gonna have a fun game oh, where i'm just gonna yeah. kill nazis and have fun and then the first yeah. mission's like bj blaskowitz's family where his dad beat him and his mom's just, like thrown in a concentration camp and i'm like oh
0: i don't <laughs> feel
1: like playing this right now <laughs>
0: Yeah, and there was that one really frustrating platforming sequence. Oh my god. Yeah, that's like. I died like 90 times on that stupid jump.
1: Yeah, that reminded me of. Do you remember that Rise of the Triad remake (sighs) in 2013? That also had like platforming missions that were just awful.
0: Can can we as a society please stop first person platforming games? Can we stop that? Or yeah. at least don't give us like a huge chasm to jump and then like yeah. there's an opening thing that you got to make sure that you press the right button so that it opens the the hatch right when you fall and, oh. no, and then you have okay to air with... dash through it because let's just make it a little bit harder. I'm quite
2: okay with just first-person platforming done, period. Side-scrolling or third-person, that's it.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Even Mirror's Edge didn't quite get this right and that's kind of the best yeah. example of a first-person platforming game. Everything yeah. else has no hope.
0: Yeah. And Mirror's Edge, uh, okay, Mirror's Edge Two, so,
1: also as bad as the first one for different reasons. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wish it was better. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, that brings us to our final one. So Brock, let's let's open this. Let's yep. open this baby the, up.
1: The game summer, the best summary of 2020 in video game form, in all the, the positives and negatives.
0: Yes. <laughs> Oh. the only other game that could be as controversial as last of us 2 ladies and gentlemen For jackie things. wells <laughs> johnny
2: silverhand <laughs> minus the charisma and impressive cock
3: <laughs>
2: it's one of my favorite lines <laughs> in the whole fucking video game i love it <laughs> oh God, wow man man that game is it turned into the sacrificial lamb that will get mm-hmm. a lot of other games not put out in bad condition and it does not deserve it In my humble opinion yeah i will repeat i had to hard reset my ps5 like seven times playing spider-man ps5 and that was because not because the game wouldn't crash because the game wouldn't let itself crash and it wouldn't let you go <laughs> through it it was worse
3: <laughs>
2: um but um the this is one of the coolest settings in a video game I've ever seen, it really. And is. like just genuine moments of like, this society is fucked. Yeah, oh, the, the first cyber psycho. I ever ran into was that random chick inside the demonic sigil that's in the ice bath with all the guys like shredded around her. Oh, and you're yeah. like looking at bodies, and all of a sudden Johnny goes, uh, V, you got company. And I turn around and this like thing with prods and horns coming out of its head, I'm like, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> I, I pick street kid. He went to shit the moment the game started. So did mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm
2: when that freaking six street guy comes up to your cab and starts bitching at Padre. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You picked uh, Corpo right away, right? Conant, I did. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. It, it was kind of crappy.
2: I, I will say street kid is by far the best. I've seen all I three so. of them. Corpo, you come and they take your money. And then Jackie goes, well, that sucks kid. You got some cash. Here we go. Nomad is a little bit better. Because yeah. you help uh, Jackie take some stuff across the border and you actually see him meeting Jackie. Yeah. Street Kid is just miles better than it, both of them, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Like you're both trying to steal a car. You get your nose broken for like the second time. Jackie and both of you get almost arrested, but the cop's from Haywood, so he lets you go. And it leads perfectly into making sense with that Far Cry 3-esque montage thing that they do. Yeah, yeah. It's the one that makes the most sense because Padre will actually recognize that he meets you in the other two, you he forgets you exist.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I by the way, that montage that feels <coughs> like there's a lot of cut stuff there that they could have put in. I have yep, a feeling we'll there was there. some sexual stuff
2: that was supposed to be in there, <laughs> but it
0: wasn't. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's I was gonna say, like it's a CD project
1: red game. Oh it I makes... know man. <laughs> Every game, they always brag. It's like this one, it's even better sexy. It's scenes. more mature, which means
0: more sexy time.
2: You can see the bumps on them areolas from space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Although the best ones were, it's like you will now go to the virtual brothel and they will analyze your thoughts and what you truly
2: <laughs> want it's like the best part about that the best part about that they hardcore trick you when you go to clouds they set the things up on opposite sides And then when they say the names they invert them so you purposely pick the wrong set that's what i did (laughs)
3: that's
2: That's happened to me too yes exactly i was like no i wanted sky who the fuck is this no 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 (laughs) I didn't notice it until I played it again. I'm like, those motherfuckers invert it just so you pick the wrong. Sex. Oh, and then they knew one, what you were doing. That
0: one dude who was like, you know, the the one guy who's like the the um, what are they called? Like the Joy Toy? Doc? Joy Toys or something. Art. Like the guy that was standing like right outside like one of the what are the the sex shops or something. Oh yeah, Eagle yeah. Up and talk him, yeah, yeah, and he's just Joel like, Joy. yeah, and he's just like, um, you know, and he said something that sounded rather like you know, just like, oh, we're just gonna go in there and just you know oh, no. have a scene <laughs> and just do whatever. And I ended up going in there. So, so my my male V was very bisexual,
3: <laughs>
0: without me intending him to be. And That's um, funny, but if, but you know, I made two bad decisions off the bat, which is I chose corpo and I chose male V. And oh exactly, like
1: I knew from the moment this game started, I'm picking female V. I know the voice actor is going to be better. Guess oh, yeah. what? Once again, I was right. The Way worst part better.
2: is. I honest to God, don't think it's that dude's fault. No. I honestly think he was directed differently he than was. the female voice was. I think Because so. their tones, delivery, and their way they speak at people are a thousand percent different.
1: Yeah, this one, it's like, I, I always thought like Commander Shepard's were a little bit different. Oh my God, this is like they're the same actor in comparison. This Speaking
2: is- of Commander Shepard, I said this to Kiona. Tyler, do you feel that female V was trying her best to be one voice Tomo register short of a perfect Commander Shepard female voice impersonation?
1: Yes.
3: Uh, okay, right. I thought that too. I thought that too. I'm like,
1: I heard that voice. I'm like, is this Jen Hale? It sounds almost like Jen Hale, but it's not. Cool. Oh, it was,
2: how do you say her name, Kiona? I know you know how to say Jeremy it. Jeremy Lee. Thank you. I screwed up every time. Thank
0: you. Yeah, Jeremy Lee. She's... Uh, she's amazing she's like this little short girl but she's like amazing and she's so cute in real life and she's so nice and sweet and just like yeah we just i adore her i adore her i love her because she played gauge the Necromancer in borderlands 2 oh that's who that was yes
1: man that voice is not even remotely similar
0: no, it's it's yeah, she has a
1: good range, man. Gage I mean I've like, never like heard
0: a, her do like a lower range character. Because Gage
1: sounded more like a game. childlike version of Harley Quinn.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Like she was aping Arlene Sorkin a little bit on that one. Now she's just doing little bit. almost Jen Hale.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that's just her range. I mean, she's done like high pitched little squeaky anime girl voices, and she's done like low, like like V female V voices. Yeah. I mean, like, she's really good. Oh yeah. oh,
1: yeah. Also, she gets the best romance in the game if you pick female.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, that yeah. was the one... Okay, that was the one saving grace of the male V playthrough was that I got to romance Pan Am, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, She ain't Judy. No, no, she's not Judy, but I love Pan Am and I love Judy. It's a, yes. it's a tifa Aaron situation <laughs> again for me, where I just... It I is. love them both, but I think there's one that I might love a little bit more.
2: Yeah, and man, both of the males in the game that are your romance options... Both of them are great. The the scenes you set up, Carrie's awesome. Man, I felt legitimately bad for turning down River. Because when you get the cookout with the kids and all that is awesome. But you could tell from the start, you're like, you're a male, you're getting Pan Am. (laughs) You're a female, you're getting Judy. (laughs) They set these up from the start. And I don't know, like I said, Pan Am is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Pan Am. I love her snarky attitude and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I love and, that about her. And like the, I honestly think what does it for Judy, for at least me, is how she speaks. Like the little, I don't even know if it's a lisp, but just how she talks, I think is the cutest damn thing I've ever heard in my entire life.
1: She oh, I- I've been oh I've been spelling her name. Okay, it's Cherami as in C-H-R-A-M-I. Yeah. That's like that's the same name as the uh the famous pigeon that saved a couple hundred American soldiers in World War One. Cherami was her name. Shit. That's been misspelling name all
0: along. I'm writing this woman's name down because I'm very impressed. Nice. Yeah. She was so nice to us, too, when we met her at... at I met her at a convention, and like... Oh! Yeah. Nice. Um, awesome. That's how I know she's super short. But, like, <laughs> she... Uh, I mean, no offense or anything. I mean, I, oh. I'm just... I'm just saying that's yeah. that's what it was. But anyway, but she was so nice to us because she had to go and do a panel, and she actually, like... And there was still a line of us waiting to get, like, I got my Borderlands 2 Xbox 360 case, like, uh, nice. autographed by her. And so, like she saw all of us waiting and she was just like oh you know i'll just let's just get all you guys lined up and i'll just come across the line with you guys and i'll just say hi to you guys and we could take a picture and you guys can have me sign whatever it is that you have and so she right. was yeah she worked with oh, us
1: man. she, she sounds super- almost like like a video game version of Paige o'hara oh
0: yeah yeah she's she's very sweet and a very kind-hearted person i can tell appreciate so. the people that actually
2: understand that the people that are in those lines are the ones that are making her live the life they are uh-huh. it's nice yeah. to see
3: yeah
0: oh yeah you know who else is really cool is john barrowman oh nice like the, i can, uh, ima- yeah, the I can for, imagine for torchwood yeah he's super he- cool because he actually brought his chair out on the other side of the table and oh, was nice. like just like sitting there and just talking to people it was the,
2: the awesome. number one weirdest one for me was sean schimmel i am not a huge um dragon ball z fan uh-huh. a buddy of mine wanted me to get because both him and Chris Sabat were at the same convention that I went to. So Goku and Vegeta, yeah. literally yeah. 10 feet from each other. Yeah. The entire time I'm like, Sean Shimmel's supposed to be at his thing and he's not there. But Chris <laughs> Sabat is there the entire time. I didn't realize that I never knew what Sean Shimmel looked like. He was just standing 10 feet out in the middle of the floor talking to everyone.
1: <laughs> Whoa
2: didn't know who he was. And then all of a sudden they had their own little wranglers and I was talking to him. i like, I had no idea that was Sean Schimmel. I'm like, yeah, I've worked with him six times. It is borderline impossible to get him to stay behind his table. <laughs>
3: <I'm>
0: like, oh! <laughs> That's awesome though. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah really cool.
1: That, that reminds me of like, uh, I think it was that same convention where I met uh, Matt and Wooly and Paige O'Hara. Uh, I had a, a friend that wanted like uh, some anime guy named David Vincent. I don't know him very well, but I'm like, he was so nice. And I'm like, I still, I don't even know, I even know what anime character you play. But you're a cool dude. Yeah.
0: But, I got to meet Jennifer Hale. She was awesome. Oh, um, I did oh, not man, get a picture with her, though. I should have. Worst
1: sucks. thing is, no one like, was going to be at that convention, but he yeah. had to cancel because of, like, an ear infection, and I'm always like, darn.
2: Yeah. But anyways. Uh, but anyway, back man, to Cyberpunk man, before we get to too cyberpunk. far away. Yeah. Oh, um, God, yeah. Yeah, I... <laughs> th- this is one of the situations where I was like, "Man, I cannot wait to see a sequel," but I'm not going to get it. It <laughs> um, will
1: never happen. It will never happen now. Maybe um, there will be a sequel in the actual year 2077. But
2: this is—it's a really good <laughs> setup for stuff, and like every character they wanted, they nailed how they wanted them to be. Like, just the random one-offs, like flaming crotch man freaking freaking, uh, Ozob the clown that had a grenade implanted in his face
1: why not
0: Uh, like uh, uh, and then after that mission you can craft the grenades that are on his face exactly and did
2: you play the boxing mission with him No. no after a while he calls you and then challenges you to a boxing mission and you have to avoid punching him in the face because you'll set the grenade off
1: it's all body blows exactly
2: and then you end the thing and he goes you know eventually someone's gonna hit that he goes yeah at least it'll look cool and he basically just walks away i'm like
1: <laughs> every day <laughs> i live my life like it will be the last
2: yeah and oh my gosh like rogue everybody freaking Bo- uh, boa uh boa little helper claire um like they had a a lot of people in games nowadays try to, and I mean, a thousand pound ham, ham fist, a trans character into a game. And people that have not done the street racings don't get to know this, but Claire is transgendered. Really? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. If you play through her missions, her street racing at Kiona, if you don't like racing games, do it. They're actually super easy. Okay. So they're very easy to do. And in the last one, you don't even have to win the race. Your objective is to kill the dude who's in first. So it's super easy. Just get in a Claire burn and chase sure. him down and eventually he pulls over and Claire shoots him. <laughs> but um after a while, it's like
0: I did not know that. <sighs> but yeah, they, so, they just go ahead. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the whole thing about this game is that there's layers to these characters that you don't yeah. really know about and that you can just skip over and not ever see because also the
1: romances in this game, the way you do it is great. That's I wish great. Th- I hope I hope Bioware steals this where it's not click positive option, get the bang bang. It's more like (laughs) they have to learn their personality, and if you say a wrong thing, they will just say, nope.
2: That's what I told Kiona. I want them to wholesale steal the text messages stuff. Mm -hmm. The drunk text from Judy... I was crying, laughing at some of the stupid stuff she sent. And then like- I didn't like, even get just,
0: the drunk texts. I just got no, like the regular no, texts.
2: Yeah. No. And then like with Pan Am, I'm just starting her romance now. And I got the first text message where she's kind of like,
0: hey, hope your
2: day is doing fine. I really want to help you. All right. You know what? I'm being a nervous girl, girl. Fuck it. I like you. I don't know why that's so hard to do. Why can't I do this? Okay, send. It's just like, she, <laughs> it's just funny stuff like that, that you read through text messages is great. And you actually like, they communicate with you for like 20 missions after the romance is over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: It feels like an actual romance exactly. instead of a one-night stand. It feels like you, a
2: relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you get actual endings with them if you romance them. Like you have to call them at the end in case you die. And if you pick Pan Am's to go right off in the, well, it's with everybody's, but like you could actually ride off with them in the sunset. Like, and again, you will notice I'm quite the Judy fanboy here. But Judy, if you pick the nomad one. Your she her voicemail she leaves you is like hey probably sounds kind of stupid that your output is sending you a message while you're in the other room making me breakfast but i'm really not good at this romance stuff so i figured i'd send you a message so i don't have to say it to you directly and i can look cute later and then your voice from off camera goes hey honey what were you thinking for breakfast You go speaking of that see you later love you and the message ends i'm just like that's perfect do this in more games. Like this
0: feels like
2: actual relationships you would have. Ah, mm-hmm.
0: oh. so it? so that's interesting because like yeah, does Judy get her own ending? Kind of like Pan Am does if you romance Pan Am as male V. So if you're female V and you get you romance Judy, does she get like a separate ending or is she um, just a part in, of in
2: Nomad or which one are you thinking about? Which one of the endings?
0: I guess like.
2: Because all right, I've done every ending include include Fear of the Reaper. Okay. If if you do, and I've looked up everything, I went nuts over this game. Yeah, after sure. I beat it. I got really into it. The, you should
0: try to do the uh, you should try to do the the thing where they like follow you. Get,
2: oh, I'm from going the to. Missions and I'm, stuff. Tr- yeah. I'm trying it I on. I hope this they don't one one. patch
0: that out. Oh my god! Because I hope Because I patch got that.
2: too far in the game to do it the last time you told me. Okay, but uh, in the superstar ending, it's always persons. You go shower you do whatever. Hey, I'm sorry. You're going to die off the space. You go. (laughs) And then it's the same thing. And then there's the suicide ending, which they somehow make really happy for you and Johnny. And then is the just worse for everyone else. Judy's voicemail in that is the saddest thing I've ever seen. She is just curled up in a ball and her entire face is blacked (sighs) out with mascara from crying. It's I couldn't
1: do it. It's terrible. Oh my God.
2: It's terrible. I had to see every ending, but you and Johnny just sit on a building and he goes, you know what? If I guess we got to end it, we got to end it. We've been through a lot of shit. You know that. So it's you and me. It's up to you, bud. And then they just eventually pan out and you see a view of night city. And in the distance you hear a gunshot and that's it. It's, it's, it's actually really well done. But then in the Arasaka one, you get a voicemail depending on whichever one you do. And if you do the nomad ending, like you talk with um, Pan Am and Mitch about like going across the border Mm -hmm. and then you get the regular thing. And then all of a sudden Pan Am goes, oh, and by the way, your guest is here and is waiting for you. So you better get to her. And then you walk over and whoever your romance option is, is over there if it's not Pan Am. And then you have a cool thing with like with Judy. She's like, you know, I never thought I'd want to leave Night City, but I'm really happy that I'm getting to do this. And she talks about how she's getting a fresh start don't know what river and carrie would do but that's what she does so i think no matter what you do with the nomad ending your romance option just follows you out of town it's
0: kind of the happy ending it's the yeah, happiest yeah. ending that the game has
2: yeah that's what all of them said and don't fear the reaper which is mm-hmm. great you get hammered into the two other endings you just get them slightly differently don't fear the reaper for people that haven't done it you basically don't. I've heard you don't even have to have the 70% with Johnny. You have to sit and stare at him for five minutes and just wait. And eventually you'll go, it is kind of hard choosing what funny your friends might die, huh? You know what? Fuck it. Let's just you and me do this. No pills, Arasaka. Let's take care of it. And then you go into the building and Johnny is basically just surpacoing in the distance, talking with you while it just going through everything you go plug in all by yourself and then you get to the end. And like, if you pick the superstar ending rogue is there at the end and she's like, Oh kid, all this is yours. I'm going to go live the rest of my life. You're the new legend of night city. And she walks out. And then like, you don't put in rogue's gun and you like do it a little bit separately. in Johnny's like, they have little 80, bitty different things, but it's basically the same ending. They just act as if no one died. So it's slightly <laughs> different but yeah
3: did you
0: get the one up in the space uh, the space station yes where like yeah. it gets really creepy
2: yeah where the demon comes out of the Rubik's Cube yes and you, you like she, your character says they can hear purple
0: <laughs> yes
2: yeah that
0: and they're like up. the synesthesia will wear off or something and then and then like you go out into the into the hallway and you see like Jackie sitting there Yep. And everything is black except Jackie's all like in red light. Yeah, and, then, and then, you, then after a while, you, you grab you start him, him and he it. turns around and he's like, and he's like the jet or something. And it's whoa, yeah. whoa, all that Did you start out. getting
2: you start getting pissy with your caretaker about like where do we need to go? And you start chuck the fucking Rubik's cube across the thing and it starts yes. trashing your room and shit. Like
0: <laughs> yes. Oh man, that that ending just oh, yeah. just freaked me the fuck. I out. agree
1: with everything you're saying. This all this is just great. <laughs> I love all of this.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. The thing about it is there's a great game underneath all the crap.
1: Yeah, but then the problem is this is the surf, this is the first level of stuff after you yeah. dig past the surface, which is the bugs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew I wasn't for a fun time because when I was making my character, the freaking boobs were popping out of the clothing. Couldn't <laughs> fix that. I'm like,
2: Yeah, uh-oh. that was that was what I okay. Here we go just for that what was the weirdest or funniest bug you got
1: oh god i you first i gotta think about mine for a moment
2: one of the ones that i got consistently because i did the mission over a couple of times because i always forgot arasaka's sword up on the roof um when you're going through the elevator with jackie and that one big heavy gunner comes through the elevator and he glitches out he never got through the elevator. He would just like Sonic the Hedgehog off the corners of the freaking thing, and then I would just have to shoot and wait and hope his model would hit the bullet.
0: <laughs> we have to keep going. So wait, though. Where, where do you where do you go to get to the rooftop in that mission? Because I never okay. I never found when it.
2: when you get out of that pillar, uh huh, and then T Bug opens the door and then T Bug dies. Oh, remind me, we have to get back to that. Um, and oh, then yeah. she's like, "All right, go out the window. Stop." Go back in. There's the steps that Arasaka walked down. You walk oh, yeah, up yeah, yeah, top, yeah. and his AV is up there with a briefcase and his sword. You have to kill two guards. You take the sword, and you walk out.
0: Oh, damn. I missed that. It's completely. stupid okay. easy to miss. Stupid yeah.
1: easy to miss. What was your bug, Kiona? Because I think I remember what mine was.
0: I I don't know. Maybe I should just go with the more innocuous one and just say, like, um, it, it was... I never had, like, super bad bugs other than the crashes so my favorite one is when you would call the car and it would just like crash into like something randomly or the cars like,
2: that would you would see shooting off into the air in the distance yes yes
0: <laughs> and like when jackie when i'm supposed to meet jackie and then all of a sudden you see his motorcycle just like go and just start crashing into like a street light or something <laughs> the motorcycles the motorcycles <laughs>
1: in this game were not were not fully uh, implemented i don't think so Motorcycles,
0: was well, big, what happened huge was- explosion, and, and like sparks everywhere, and you're just like turning around and just like what?
2: That was always Jackie leaving the food plant after you fought the Maelstrom Gang because he has a light pole, that car, and the other thing, and you see him do like a 19 point turn trying to get around to leave.
1: <laughs> what? Okay, it might have been the first time I tried to use a motorcycle and it just sank um, into the ground and then rocked it into the air and I blew up. I'm like, um. <laughs> This is an interesting introduction to motorcycles. <laughs> it's like it's I, I just, just a ground I, like a rocket, with like, like was so and lame. then just went and then just randomly blew up in the midair. I don't even know what happened. Like there was
2: random ones. I would always see like off in the distance, you would see rush hour traffic and then you would drive up and it's gone. <laughs> or like one where Pan Am's last mission where you steal the basilisk or like you drive the basilisk and get back to camp. And it's like, you have to talk with Saul. and eventually like pan am would like freaking palpatine up out of it and then like come down and she would sit at a random table and act like you had the conversation with saul and you walked up to the bar but she would sit like that in front of the basilisk so it skipped like that whole scene and she was trying to do the bar scene in a floating chair in front of the basilisk
1: (laughs) oh my god that never happened to me i'm so happy Oh, I did have, did guys- I did have like, I did have one where I punched a guy in a bar, and a cop just teleported through the bar table. He just he spawned inside the wall and just T-posed and walked over and then pulled his gun and started shooting at me. It's like what is happening? Ah. He's, he's facing through the wall in the depots.
0: <laughs> these guys are all these, these bugs are almost like the, the bugs in Mass Effect Andromeda, where like the characters, like yes. the next,
1: just go like this, and then you'd see them. No, and- no, this is like Skyrim with like the <laughs> reverse dragon flying and like the giants hitting you into the sky. This is the fun stuff. Oh, yeah,
2: man. or like just some of the like, or one I would get a lot. Is where, like, you know how they have the little description cards for the guns or whatever mm-hmm. you would pick up? Mm-hmm. You would pick and it, it would up stay and there. it would stay there. Oh, <laughs> I, I got like that a lot, but you could start it and redo it and it would be fine. But there was just like random people where, like, one of the consistent ones I got where the Delamain cab drives you into a trap. Like, I would kill everybody and I'd be like, you have one more NPC left. And I'm like, where is it? And then I would look and in the middle of the intersection, there was always a two door sedan and the guy was driving the car, but the top of the car was right here and he's just stuck and he's got the gun in his left hand and it's just firing straight forward. So you would just have to shoot the guy in the cab and then he would like T pose for two seconds, get into the seat of the car and then fall out the door (laughs) or another one. When you look at the brain dance with Judy for Evelyn, Mm-hmm. she's like at her desk like that l desk in the corner and her <laughs> body would sit like this and then she would go in the chair for I one line one. <laughs> and get back up again and i finally my sixth time doing that scene got it <laughs> correctly the entire time she's supposed to be like splayed back like this just talking yes turning yes <laughs> you. oh my god <laughs>
0: how does that even
2: happen <laughs> or in the street kit intro when you leave the bar to go meet padre there's mm-hmm. two people talking and all i have is thumbs and cell phones texting in midair there's no people <laughs> holding them there was just texting cell phone thumbs
1: or even just even just hitting someone with a car is a little awkward but they just kind of just they kind of ragdoll but then not oh. really and they just kind of vanish
0: did you guys get the annoying one where, like, it, sometimes your car would just not run?
3: Like, you would not
0: drive it? Yes. And then or, you would get out was, of the car, and you yeah. would try to walk, and the character would just walk, like...
2: Like, it would stutter? Yeah, yeah. I would have to jump, and then my character would reorient, and then you could run again.
0: I tried that, and it didn't work for me, and so my uh, character got, was just I going I got like a lot this, of ones where I would the whole where time. call
1: the car. Yeah. Call and it the would car. go away
0: from you? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. The worst one is when I would just try to call a car and it would just keep on driving and then it would, and then it would stop and I'd get closer and then it would start up again like it has personality now. It's just messing with me and then, would, and then it would run into someone and the police would start attacking me because it's somehow the car's fault. I got a crime. Yeah, I
0: like <laughs> cars are awful. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, there
2: was. Oh, it...
0: man. I, I had one with Adam Smasher. Did you guys get the one where Adam Smasher gets stuck in a wall? no no i didn't get that one. my I adam did. smasher got stuck in the wall and but he kept shooting at me that's and funny. so like he just keeps shooting and i would just end up aiming at him and just like shoot a whole bunch of things out of it speaking of adam smasher someone found out recently that you can
2: kill him in the prologue really so
1: at, no. so at the end
2: of the game after you kill adam smasher you get that access token and then you could go and get the bashing shotgun when you leave the building with Jackie, if you don't get in the Delamain cab and you run outside and turn left, his character model is just sitting there, stationary. He's got one health point. If you shoot him, he'll go down on his knees, like in the ending, and he has the access token on him. So you can then go and get the Beijing shotgun instantly.
3: <laughs> oh didn't know my that. god!
2: I didn't know that either. I saw it on a YouTube video yesterday.
0: I have to watch that. I have to <laughs> see that. Oh my god, that's amazing!
2: Uh, or you the,
0: can you can find Pan Am in the prologue too, or in that like in that yeah, right after like yeah. Instead of going to the Delmaine Cab with Jackie, you can just like find her in, in Afterlife.
2: Oh, also you can find Hideki. uh, uh no, not Hideki. Uh, oh man, it's not Hideki Kamiya. What is his name? <laughs> What's his name? It's beautiful, Joe. But uh, no, Metal Gear. What's the guy's name? Is it Kamiya? Oh,
3: uh,
0: Kojima.
2: Kojima, thank you very Adeo much. Kojima. He's in the bar when you go in. And he's basically Kojima that makes brain dances and not whatever. But also, I have to say my favorite video game thing that I found in here and it's because I am a San Andreas just fanboy to the nth degree. Um there is the little data shards that you get. One of them is the conversation of Smoke, a Big Smoke and CJ. If you fail the mission to chase the train in San Andreas, and he's like, all you had to do was catch the damn train, CJ, except the characters are called JC and Lil Smoke. <laughs> it's the exact dialogue.
1: I saw that too. I saw that because I played that game as a kid and I still have PTSD from wrong side of the track fucking mission so when i saw that i fell out of my chair going like i know what you did i know what you did also jc could also be a slight nod to the first davis x because your character's name is jc denton It might be a weird mix of the two that is that was great that was great there's a uh, lot of great little easter eggs and references to popular culture that i'm appreciate it's not it's not stupid stuff like how skyrim just had there's Batman on the wall it's like no it's kind of clever stuff yeah like there's
2: an iron man easter egg there's a batman one too where they call him merc man i believe
3: yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah and
2: like you find also like you kill a bunch of maelstrom gangsters in a cave and this mm. guy describes the entire plot of iron man one
1: <laughs> there's a guy like, stuck, in a, yeah. stuck in a cave and he became a real man and,
2: and he was talking he's like i've got this sheet metal i'm gonna make a suit i don't got any fucking bullets though otherwise i can't well i suppose we should talk about the actual things we liked outside of that but i will say the thing i wish we would have gotten more of and i kid i to this i still can't believe it you have so little time with jackie and t-bug yeah you should have had another good Five hours with jackie and t-bug in that game yes they're gone in the prologue which you can finish in three hours if you just play that
1: yeah that that feels like it was cut content this was supposed to go on longer and you see t-bug once you meet her once
0: i know like ah yeah that
1: that's cut uh some of the stuff like the police system that could have been done a little bit better that
0: Definitely. Oh, the police appear out of thin air. <laughs> oh,
1: you shoot some guy in the middle of nowhere, suddenly the like twenty SWAT guys right behind you. Yeah.
2: This is the police. <laughs> and also, it's so easy to get away from
1: them. Oh, just keep driving <laughs> for a few seconds. Yeah, it was- and oh. it's
2: gone in no time. And it's like there's stuff like that that they could do weird, and then, like you said, there's stuff they could do better. Whatever.
1: It, like, they wanted. To, they should have been like GTA cops, where this don't stop
0: following you forever.
2: Yeah, like there should have been a point where Max Tac
0: is on you. Yeah, like Max Tac yeah. just makes one appearance in the whole game and it's like and then after that it's like they're they're non-entities or something. It's speaking of that, I didn't
2: realize this until someone pointed it out to me the girl in the original cyberpunk trailer is in the game. She's the cyber psycho that is with max tech.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's
2: a mission where you go into a clothing store. You have to buy clothes from a clothing store and it Mm -hmm. starts a side mission. It blows my mind. I still have not played all the missions in this game because I keep finding random ones, but then you go in there and then a random cyber psycho comes in there and then, the cyber psycho that had the mantis blades and the white dress is a, mm-hmm. is a max tech officer now. And apparently she's apparently like
0: shown in the trailer too that she becomes a max tech officer. Oh, I
2: didn't know that. Yeah. I just remember her getting shot at and stuff. I'm like, that's, that's, I that's really cool. That.
1: Okay. Also, I will have one controversial opinion about the game, which is do you think Johnny Silverhand should have been played by someone else? No because Possibly. i've heard
2: I've heard the rumors of who it should have been and what they wanted him to be, and it was a horrible joker ripoff.
3: Oh, I can yeah, see that
1: because no. like characterization wise, I think he's fine. It just simply I love Keanu and sometimes I just can't see him as like this hardcore anarchist like rocker.
0: I don't know it's a very yeah. different role for him
1: yeah uh, yeah i mean i've, I've seen, seen him do way. mean roles like he was in a really yeah. old movie by yeah. uh sam raimi called like the gifts from like 2000 yeah, he gifts, was, like yeah. a life beater it's like that yeah. he was a pretty different role for that he was fine mm-hmm. but i'm like i don't know He can play different roles well, than his usual nice guy persona but this felt like it's sometimes a little bit of a stretch at times the, sometimes he works fine the thing yeah.
2: with it is though is you is why and i think why they had keanu reeves do it is because he has a capability of when he wants to, to kind of act like a douchebag. But this also had to be a person that you could honestly believe you could start to get along with from being that douchebag to the point of where this guy wanted to kill you. And then eventually you get to be the level of friends and cool guy with him that you would be with Keanu Reeves. I think they had the end product and they're like, we want this guy to end up being like Keanu Reeves.
1: Okay, I I can believe that.
2: I think that's what it did it. But, like, I get people going, like, you wanted a real crazy anarchist. You should have had Nick Cage. I wouldn't have played the game.
0: No. Like, no. A,
1: that would have like, been. This would be a very different game. Been been it would have been derivative. Nick Cage.
2: Anyway. No. And everyone's like, yeah, he should have been more like the Joker and crazy and stupid. And, like, that no. would have
1: been really cliched no. and dumb. It's <laughs> overdone. So yep. Yeah. Yep. Like I I'm just thinking, like he sells the the nice parts well, but the anarchist douchebag parts are a little forced at times. Did you a guys little. get to do
2: the mission where you ride the roller coaster with him?
1: Yes, of course I did. No, what? there's
2: a roller coaster in Pacifica that you just all you have to do is go flip a breaker because these guys are idiots and they don't know how to run the roller coaster, and then you get to ride the roller coaster in Pacifica with Johnny, I and it's that. awesome. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's one of the best well, missions. Something for the PC playthrough.
2: Yeah, and yeah. the the. The the, did you do the Bart Moss thing at the very end? I could
0: never get it to like to the point where she called or or to the point where you have to
2: call her.
0: Oh, that's the
2: only thing. And then eventually that ends up being a freaking big style, like the Tom Hanks movie, big fortune teller at a Pacifica park. And then Johnny fanboys over it and he's like, Please be. Don't turn him off. Please let him keep spouting this garbage. He like almost begs you and it's awesome. When you don't turn him off, he's just like, fuck yes. (laughs) Oh man. I do
0: love those moments where Johnny just freaks out about something. Those are always fun.
2: Yeah, like the uh one of the coolest ones was the two politicians where they're being brainwashed from in their own house. (laughs) That was oh, that was great.
0: Um, I think I skipped over like a lot of missions though, to be honest, because I was just yeah. like, okay, I'm just gonna finish the game out because I wanted yeah. to just see what the endings were. Yeah, essentially. There, and there was a. And then I just to was, was like, I'm gonna mess. save this for the female V playthrough anyway. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah.
2: Good
0: choice. I was getting Good sick. Choice. Of the male V guy. Yeah, anyway, because I was just like, I don't you know, want to be
1: mean to that voice actor, but I'm like, I no. think the voice direction, whoever was giving you to you, was
0: was just kind of sabotaging you because this is just not working. Especially when it's like, when those moments come up where he's just supposed to be like, I'm sick and dying. uh," You know, and it's just like, I I just didn't buy it. Yeah, that's why
2: I honestly think it's direction because he's borderline acting like a different situation's happening.
1: What's his name? Has he done anything else of note?
2: I don't know who it is.
0: Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we've been going on for over three hours now. Uh, Yeah.
2: But it, but basically, I liked the systems and everything in Cyberpunk. The one thing that I th- thought I didn't like at first was they throw the everything, including the kitchen sink at you within about 10 minutes for every system in the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's a little overwhelming. And I thought I wasn't going to like the game. But within like an hour, you realize it's not that much. It's just really natural. i feel
0: like there are things even in the menus that could use some work like the crafting menu for instance like we need to yeah that that definitely needs to change a little bit and maybe you know some of the some of the front end some of the ui could change a little bit in my opinion yeah they have they they, it seems kind of weird that they have
2: a start and an options menu when both of that stuff could just be in the same spot just have an options thing like right there
0: yeah yeah and Put I think, name. uh, I I think too. Like for me, I I don't like the aiming in the game. Who's I still doing? don't like.
1: Okay, the guys. The guy's name is Gavin Drea. Never done a video game role until this one.
3: Hmm. He's has like, he done I, any other types of roles? Though? He
0: has. He has
1: twenty other roles, but it's like I played one character on episode of The Alienist. That was a soldier oh. character in Valerian. It's one of those guys. Oh, so it's like
2: that's weird yeah that's this weird is his choice. first game
1: role i don't know why
2: especially when they got someone like jeremy lee to do the other one and yeah, then they done. just got oh, a yeah, ran- awesome. and it got a random
1: like the best he did was apparently play michael collins on a miniseries called rebellion which i think i saw that on netflix once it was so so yeah uh, i don't
0: like
2: um the i will admit the aiming took me a little bit to get used to and I think that is the shooting systems just need to be tightened up.
3: I
0: think so. I, I think that's yeah. what it is because I think it was really frustrating for me to use a sniper rifle and not being able to hit anything. And yeah. part of that was my controller was like not acting correctly or something, or it just wasn't it, like, it wasn't calibrated right or something. So
2: yeah, it,
0: uh it was a very strange experience for me but even on pc like i noticed that i'm playing with an xbox one controller so i don't know if it's just like the analog sticks on the xbox one controllers are a little bit more like i will notice
2: i i get a lot more controllers that end up getting drift on xbox controllers yeah i don't know what it is but i don't
0: know what it is either
1: i got that problem too with the xbox one i had to get another controller about six months back because of it. it was starting to just everywhere Yeah. yeah weird not joy-con level but it's not fun Now, no. would you guys get, now
2: like we said wait obviously so there's a stable thing once mm-hmm. it is a stable game that is just playable at its base level of what it is would you suggest this to people because i would
1: yes i would because yes. like i haven't talked about it enough but xbox one it crashes it crashes it crashes it's like unpatched lost new vegas it's every hour or so it's going to crash you got to say frequently this is not fun no. i pu- i push through all that because there's a lot of good stuff underneath all of it but unpatched as it stands wouldn't get it on xbox next-gen consoles when it's patched i would definitely recommend it there you, you know what
0: i would say is to all of my f- my my fellow crazy tech heads that are watching ces and sitting there looking at gaming laptops and sal- and salivating at the prospect <laughs> of buying one of them If you guys are able to buy one of those like next gen gaming laptops or or gaming desktops, PCs and stuff, and you're able to get like an NVIDIA, like a GeForce, like an RTX 3060 or 3070 or what have you, that can do ray tracing easily and get a good chipset with it. And let me tell you, it's get a good processor. I think it's worth it. Yeah. 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 If you're able to get a system, especially a PC system, that can run it really well, because then you don't have to wait to get like a PS5 or or an Xbox Series X or something, you know. You don't have to wait for it if you can just upgrade your PC enough. And like mine, and I'm running a 2070, and mine can run it with almost completely smoothly with the ultra settings on. Almost completely smoothly but not quite I notice it does kind of stutter a little bit in combat situations but like yeah I mean I I've switched over from playing it on P- on ps4 pro to playing it on my PC because it's so much so much more visually spectacular and it's just there's still bugs there's still glitches there's still the the damn briefcase sitting there that cloned itself in the doorway that's floating on its own even though I'm like sitting there with Jackie and we have the God. the uh, little spider bot thing running around yep you know so there's still that but it looks a lot better like that briefcase looks damn good let me take it floating there and everyone
2: for the love of god if you get this game and you get it on a good thing that can run high settings remember 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 that some of those scenes and those advertisement trailers were fucking lies for what mm-hmm. they should look like compared to what you're going to get when you play it at home.
0: Yeah. So it still looks really good. I still yes. have moments where I'm looking at the facial animation on the, on the secondary characters and stuff. And I'm just amazed at like how they're reacting. Yeah. Because those characters react to what you say. Mm-hmm. And that, and, that is something that you don't get much in games. So.
2: And there's little tiny things of what you said one last moment that yeah. shockingly yeah. I'm realizing a lot of games don't do they actually look in the direction your character's standing, even when yes. you move. Yes. That is such a tiny thing that most games don't do. They'll just look in the direction they were programmed, and if you move, they don't do anything. In Cyberpunk, they actually follow you like a they human. They track you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And if you say something really weird, they'll like they'll look at you and just be like, "Really? What? You know?" They'll they'll give you like a side eyed sort of glance, like exactly. Which is just don't punch them because things will get weird. Yeah, then things get weird.
2: There's also, (laughs) hey, if you don't mind playing a dialogue where you're a psychotic killer, you get extra dialogue if you randomly off-mission people. I'm realizing that on the one I'm doing now. Oh, you can?
1: I want to play through where I'm a murderer now. Well, like, there's the
2: one where you find the people that, like, um, scroll BDs of people uh, Mm -hmm. doing, like, child sex trafficking stuff. You just go in there, you hold them at gunpoint, you take the information, and you leave if you randomly cap one of them, the other one jumps off his chair or goes next to the corpse and starts crying uncontrollably that you shot his dad. And he's like, please oh. don't do this, whatever. And then you shoot him and you get a random gun. You wouldn't get otherwise oh. And like that girl at clouds. Like you get random stuff. If you off that receptionist, there's just like, you get extra dialogue. You never thought you'd get if your person becomes the worst person night city could have. I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, you should have fun being a murderer. I'm just saying there's stuff in that game. You don't realize it until you try it. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll yeah. just say it. It's a lot of fun to murder people. I played Fallout New Vegas where I killed everyone once. It was a blast. It sounds like this is going to be a blast too. <laughs> yes. I am not a psychopath. The may does not want me. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs>
2: yes. Good games of 2020. Looking forward to 2021. Give
0: me Returnal and Outsiders. <laughs> Yes. I'm not That's even going to get to play Returnal, which makes me sad.
1: Cyberpunk, one of the best games. Also one yes. of the worst games at the same time. It's this weird sort of imbalance it's weird. on what
0: version to get. I was like, you know, I don't know that I would put it in my top 10 in a way because of all the the, the stuff outside of it. But as a game, though, in you know, a like, way, I, I kind maybe of I would.
1: do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate it, but I love it.
3: It's yeah.
2: a it's a redheaded stepchild at this point. It's, it's, it's
1: like the it's like this great steam review for that game Pathologic. Oh, cyberpunk! What a terrible game. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it
0: ain't it ain't Final Fantasy VII remake to me. Uh no,
1: <laughs> no, it has far
0: more bugs. Because it that is. game, even though that game had its share of of little graphical, you know, failings and stuff, but Nothing it on also this had Aerith's house, and yes. that looks really good. But, but Judy's I'm, I'm waiting for that game. But Judy,
1: Judy or Aerith right now. <laughs>
0: he would pick Aerith. I can guarantee
2: you he'd pick Aerith. Hmm. I I will tell you, and this is an embarrassing line that my buddy Chris again told me. And I knew I was gonna meet I was gonna fall in love with Judy the second we told it. Because every time a character comes up in a video game and I like them, it turns out the same way. My buddy Chris went, You know You have a type. I'm like, what's that? Lesbians. So I'm like Thanks, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate
1: it. Good to know I don't have crushes on straight women. <laughs> <laughs> I so think what does that, that mean? Would, I, I what think does that mean was, your favorite uh, Mass Effect character was Samantha Traynor?
2: No, it was Cora, the one that looked like she should have been Cora. a lesbian but wasn't. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is true. That is true.
2: But also, like, if you guys like sci-fi Easter eggs, like, um, you also find Roy Batty. A clone of him, dead, crying in the rain on top of a certain building. Meredith Stout has cement shoes at the bottom of an ocean. If you pick the killer off, Roy Batty's grave is in there. Um, freaking Misty looks identical to that one. Uh,
0: she looks like um, yeah, I know exactly who you mean from
2: freaking Blade Runner. She looks like the I can't think of what they're uh, like called. Rachel, like uh, the from, replicant from Blade replicant. Runner. I mean the main yeah.
1: girl, uh, Rachel yeah no. the
2: one that was no she's the she's the replicant that's got the like weird ballerina ish one.
1: oh, pr- oh priss
2: priss Pris. thank you i i saw her and i was instantly like holy crap that's i can't think of the girl's name but looks just like her and yeah there's just
1: i did find that right really bad easter egg i just felt bad because i'm like oh i love Brecker howard i'm gonna feel bad now
2: yeah, and any of you Saints Row fans, if you romance Meredith Stout, you get a dildo bat.
1: <laughs> Actually, it's a good year for Rutger Hauer references because the best shotgun in Cold War is called The Hauer. It's because it's the same model of the shotgun using with the shotgun.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, so it's a good year for Rutger Howard, despite being dead.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't realize that she looked exactly like Pris until now. Yeah. yeah that she, hit me she like totally, a sack of bricks. Totally does. Wow. That's amazing. And did you know that's the same voice actress as Jesse? Shut Final up. Final Fantasy VII. Shut really? up. Really? Yeah. That's her. Really? It's Erica Lindbeck. Yeah. That's her. What oh, Erica Lindbeck. Oh yeah. She's wow.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yep.
1: Honestly, <laughs> everyone's in this game.
0: Everyone yeah. but Troy Baker. <laughs> Troy you know okay, what? So Troy for the record, for the record to answer that question. To answer the the aerith versus judy question i would pick Aerith as a romance but i would pick judy as a best friend
2: there you go yes
1: i'll accept yeah. that, that that cop-out answer
0: man judy maybe. well i did best. answer it
1: though i did
2: say yes. Aerith
0: as a romance yes, yes. i'll take
1: judy
2: oh uh, yeah like man just do more everybody put stock in the relationships and video games that's all i ask yeah i mean it's the only time I
1: I, unironically was quoting an episode of *Curb Your Enthusiasm* once. We're just like, I'm, I'm going out with Jody, Jody, Jody. <laughs> no regrets. All
0: right, G- All right guys. So I, I might have to chop this episode into two parts because it's we we talked for very oh for God, like three and a half four hours. hours, man.
2: Yeah, closer to so, four. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, well, we talked for like half an hour off off the air, but um, yeah. that is true. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, you know, unfortunately. Tony and Amanda could not make this one, but that's okay. We'll have them on the next few episodes and also Zane and, and Kirsten, I hope at some point point. Nice. Um, and Josh and Crystal will make their return Absolutely. Eventually as well. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this has been a great episode, man. It's, it's been a lot of fun chatting with you guys about our favorite games of 2020. And this game, this is going to be a weekly show from now on. So Yay. Um, next week we're going to talk about, looking ahead to 2021 and maybe talk a little bit more about our favorite soundtracks of 2020 because oh
1: i got so many
0: yeah i definitely want to mention some some songs so that's our homework i have i have an
1: obsession with game soundtracks like i will listen to most game soundtracks just when i'm just bored if let's I'm, narrow
0: it to 2020 though and let's let's know, see what but you know, that's the still, games I, of that some, year so but many games of 2020 we yeah. already kind of talked about a little bit of them like doom eternal and, and yeah. 80s and stuff so if yeah. i'm
2: if i'm not on that one i'm throwing miles morales into the ring yeah dude i don't know who else played it but my god that soundtrack that is soundtrack nuts. is amazing
0: yeah that was one of yeah. the first things that struck me about it when i saw the trailer i was like that soundtrack though <laughs> yes all right mm. but yeah yeah. Okay, guys. So um, where can everybody find you online? Tyler, we'll start with you.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, you can find me at uh, Debunk File. I'm a writer for that YouTube channel. I'm currently working on several projects, including one about the Titanic and maybe one on the Red Baron. I got some ideas from just last night Ooh. that I'm already kind of probing for ideas. I'm also in the Facebook group for this channel, so I'm always going to be there. If you just ping me and just ask me about most random of things. And your official Twitter? And my Twitter Twitter is at BioWD. Also, if you ever run into any history YouTube channels,
0: I'll probably be there. Awesome. All right, Brock, where can they find you?
2: Um, You can find me on podcasts like this. You can find me at my own YouTube channel, Organoid Zero, where I am doing some fun stuff. I have some things lined up and something lined up in the kind of distant near future with this guy here. We won't <laughs> talk about it until we start recording it, but I'm quite excited about that. Good. Um I'm currently doing fresh takes for Gurren Lagan right now, and then some stuff with Mike, which I graciously and very much appreciate that you're uploading onto the channel now. The last one's gonna take a little bit because I am waiting on another cameo for that one that I hope can come. No
0: problem. No because you
2: will lose your shit about this one. <laughs> and then, yeah, on Twitch, as soon as um some more video games that aren't DMCA nightmares, from what I've heard, um, Cyberpunk <laughs> is, I'm going to be streaming them. So. All right, oh, organoid zero if I did not say that. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> That's okay, man. You got it. All right. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram. I'm at neoplasmic24. Also, reggaepopculture.com. We have show notes. We have podcasts. We have articles. All that good stuff. Uh, pretty soon, author bios. Uh, we're going to be starting that pretty soon as well. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash group RPC42 if you guys want to join that. And then on Twitter and Facebook, our official pages are at Ren Pop Culture, not Ren and Stimpy just rent good all right nightmare fuel exactly all right guys so we will see you next time for the next episode of the renegade arcane be there see you guys farewell